You a hater, hater bear. Like, rate, review, share, worship. I'm gonna tell you what I saw. I saw uh, I saw a wrestling movie, and you might know the person who did it. Um, Ty Conti. Okay. And the move she did looked like the reverse GTS. Mm. It was like it was so weird. Might have been, my boy. I don't know, man. Like. AEW, <clears throat> and I'll probably save it for the main part when everybody on here, man. But I like what they're doing. Ooh, that was a bad bump. I like what they're doing, but I think that there's an elephant in the room, my boy. <laughs> and it it need to be addressed. It's an elephant in the room, my boy. For real, for real. Right. And it need to be addressed, my boy. And that is that 70 to 80 percent of the roster can't wrestle. That's not good, my boy. Like just I, like the overall roster, or just like the women's. Yeah, the whole roster, not just the women's division. 70 to 80 percent of the roster can't wrestle. That's a problem. Like your product is not good. Like storyline-wise and all that, y'all got it. Cause y'all on some old school WCW type shit, right? But when it come down to this goddamn, like, actual, like, when it come down to this actual, like, you know, what's the product coming out in the ring? It's not good. Like, it's bad. Like, the women's division is horrible. It's in the it's in shambles. Hopefully, Ruby Riot, because Ruby Riot can actually wrestle. Hopefully, yeah. Ruby Riot come and she bring it up a little bit. And maybe they get one or two more people from WWE, but WWE's smart. They ain't let none of their girls go. Right. You feel me? Shit, like, so, like, Ruby's, like, one of the only ones. I would love to see, like, you know, I would love to see, like, um, a Jabanks over here or, like, a Bailey or somebody like that. But they're not coming because Vince's smarter than that. But <clears throat> as far as the guys go, well, they got a ton of guys. They got a ton of guys. And then, you know, uh, you know, they Daniel Bryan came over, CM Punk. Right. And then they got um, I know the fiend gonna come over at some point. Yeah. They Adam got Cole. you know, Adam Cole, baby. They got, you know, Tommy in, they got, you know, uh Dean Ambrose, they got, you know, Kenny Omega. Jericho decided not to leave, so that was that threw everybody off. Everybody thought Jericho was leaving, so Jericho not leave. Like you got a ton of people. However, outside of those big names like that, niggas can't wrestle. So yeah. I don't know what they're gonna do, my boy. Yeah, I don't know. I think, and this is kind of like this is why I can kind of sort of sing the praises of AEW just because of the fact that like I got cable a couple of days ago. So I was just like, welcome. I spent a whole <laughs> day binge watching AEW and I ain't gonna lie. I, it, it restored the feeling. Yeah. Cause it's like old school shit. Don't it feel like old school wrestling? Very much so. Like it, it feel like old school wrestling It's it's, it's different. It's built different, but niggas can't wrestle. So I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. And not only can niggas not wrestle, um, me and my daughter went to uh, SmackDown on Friday. It was here in Jacksonville. Mm -hmm. um, 
the product that smack i've been to an AEW show <clears throat> and i've been to a i've been to plenty of wwe shows right the product that WWE puts out, bro, is so much better than what AEW put out. It's not even close. <laughs> now the feeling and like how the 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 like the storylines and like just letting the letting the characters cut real promos where it's not scripted and all that. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 definitely AEW winning all of those. Ding 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 ding, all the way down. But like with with WWE. Just looking at the, like, just being live at the, at SmackDown or whatever. WWE is such a better show. It's not even close, bro. Like, the the quality of the show, the crispness of the show, the mm-hmm. flow of the show, the way the show feels while you watching it. Like, and I don't watch them both live. I've seen AEW live, and I've seen SmackDown live. SmackDown, bro, like, SmackDown was so much more well-organized. Even a match that's, like, Dolph Ziggler versus some random person or whatever was better than anything that was on the whole AEW card. Or like, for example, the little storyline they're doing in SmackDown right now with Cesaro and Seth Rollins that they just did. And then, you know, Edge came out. That little segment was better than anything I seen at AEW. And I was at the episode when Matt Hardy hit your boy with the golf cart. And that was great. But you know it wasn't. It wasn't even close. Let me just add. You know what I think it is because now that I'm now that I've actually you know been watching and paying attention and actually seeing seeing it for what it is, I think that what makes me what makes me like AEW so much is that, and I've said this before, it just gives that feeling that WWE hasn't provided. Yeah, it's nineties WCW. That's what it is. AEW, when you watch it, if you like a real person who like watched wrestling back in the day, AEW's feel is a lot like, and I don't want to say it's definitely not like how, how it was in its heyday, but like the like the last days of ECW, when they get into the ring, the way they approach it, the way they kind of the fight, they fight each other, the fact that they often give the athletes their legal characters and really lean and that's what i was saying cool i was like yeah aw letting they characters cut their promos and be their character that they're creating they hold a property like aw doesn't own any of the characters or whatever however you know that doesn't make like there's more to wrestling. I hate to say this because it's going to sound crazy, but it's so true, though. There's more to wrestling than just, like, getting in the ring wrestling and cutting a good promo. There's oh, so yeah. much more to wrestling than that, bro. And especially if you're talking about an entire brand, an entire, like, company or whatever, it's so much more to wrestling than, like, just the bare minimum. On the bare bones of what wrestling is, AEW got it all covered. How, however, however, and you want to know something funny? The AEW belts feel like a more of a bigger deal than the WWE belts. Except except the SmackDown Championship, because Roman Reigns is legit. So, yes. like, outside of that, yeah. But, like, what WWE has built with, like, just the years of respect that they deserve. I mean, you can't really take it away. They've been doing this shit for, what, 100 years almost? Yeah. So, like, with just their years of respect, they deserve from just knowing what they're doing 
Like WWE is miles ahead. And I think that's why Vince not worried. And when you look at the ratings at the end of the day, like the yeah. ratings are still better. Like it's not even close or whatever, even though AEW is doing it's, well. I've told people this. One of the things that people don't really see about AEW, and they don't, I don't think they naturally make this correlation. So you got to understand something. Like once an, I tell people, once a person plays in the NBA and they were just like even remotely good, like they're almost known forever. Like you have them barbershop talks, yada, yada, about this team from this year, yada, yada. That same way, and WWE. I don't care what you think it is, my nigga. That's still the NBA of it, and because it is what AEW, I think, did very well. But they don't. They maybe they do because I do. Because Khan not Khan not an idiot at all. I'm not even going for, well, even even try him like that. But what they don't realize sometimes is okay. You got some really great names phenomenal athletes both new and amateur who are coming up which i'm really happy which i'm really 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 excited about but your your flagship all your star athletes are wwe guys right that you, bring over. Right. you so gotta even, build your own guys man. exactly so even if you really want even with all that you've done with the chris jericho's and bring him back see him hung how big that is the fact that y'all niggas just signed daniel Bryan, we thought he would never leave wwe right like it's a lot. It, there's a lot of things that you've done, but the fact of the matter is, while those guys are going to do great and they're going to look great and it's going to make an excellent show for AEW, they will every bit of success that they get from those guys is going to come with the uh, basically with the stamp of WWE on it, and that's because and that and, that, and that's the fact of the matter. But yeah, we love the fact that CM Punk is back in the ring, but we'll never forget his time in the, in, in the WWE. We love the fact that Daniel Bryan is probably going to look amazing over there, but we're not going to forget that. The and the movie. only reason we want to watch them is because they were in the WWE. Exactly. But, but the thing is, though, I think though, you know, like you say, Khan not an idiot. I think Cody because Cody run it too. It's Cody and Khan, right? Mm-hmm. It's Cody Khan and. Those are the, the, the guys who run at AEW. And I and Aaron, I think Aaron Anderson helped like write the write the stories and stuff. But I'm yeah. gonna tell you like and, this. And here, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure Jim Ross like helped too. Like that's one, yeah, that's of one of course. the greatest like You can tell, you can tell because it sound it, it literally feels like Monday Night Nitro. That's what it feels like. And I'm gonna tell you right now though, they're gonna do it because what Kenny Omega has done for the last two years is literally set himself up. <laughs> the put over Hangman Page in the biggest babyface put over of all time. And you once they I make thought, a baby I face, about that too. Can I ask you something, bro? And because and you'll you'll feel what I'm talking about. Who does Hangman Page like? Who's that? What's what's that feel, that familiar feeling he gives? Who's that remind you of? <clears throat> I don't see. I don't know because he's not an anti-hero like Stone Cold. He's not a, 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 a like a, a, a swarmy narcissistic heel that's so cool as a heel. He's not a cool heel face because because Stone Cold was an anti-hero, right? And then and then um, then your boy Rock was like a, a heel, but he was so cool that he became a face. Oh, you know, he's Bret Hart. He's the first incarnation of Bret Hart. Good guy, Bret Hart. Is he? Listen, and I feel you. Is and you know what I mean when I say this? Is he that good? 
Is he that good in the ring? Fuck no. I just told Dennis before you guys got on here that nobody in fucking AEW, well, 80% of the roster can't wrestle. The only people that can wrestle is the people that's been WWE. Everybody that's AEW. Because you figure they they can't wrestle. They about to get get Adam Cole, too. (laughs) Right. Yeah, Adam Cole can wrestle. Right. But yeah. but that's but 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 like I said, like if they ain't been to New Japan or they ain't been to a, a WWE, they can't wrestle. So like so like I get what they're about to do with Heyman Page. They're about to put him over. And I'm with it because they need a baby face. They literally have no baby face in the entire company. That's that's believable as a champion. As as Jim Cornette would say, your baby face have to be believable as a champion. Page is the only person they have that's even close to that. And you don't want to do it with like Punk or Sting or somebody who's old and already did it. You need somebody young to carry the mantle of the company. And I think so, that's a good um thing that you bring up too because and I think another thing that I was thinking about was not only just with the with everybody that's already, you know, that I don't know from WWE, but with the women's divisions as well, I was trying to figure out who is it that I actually like. Like, yeah, and the thing about and the thing about that to kind of start from um, just the characters that they have on, you know, like just the different wrestlers. Like, it's a like it's a dude. On, I was because I was watching the beginning of it, and it's a dude on the name Powerhouse Hobbs, and I had two yeah. Thoughts. Thought number one: salute to the representation. Number mm-hmm. two. When did Casanova two times start wrestling? Those Come were literally <laughs> the that's thoughts that I had in my mind because I was like, but I think all in all, you know, aside from everybody, like I'm just now getting warmed up to like the like the MJFs and the you right. know the other people who didn't come from WWE. So all I know is to root for the people from WWE. Yeah, and, 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 that, and that's the thing what I'm saying like this I'm gonna tell you what AEW at this point is like and this is not to be insulting it really is a compliment AEW has essentially in a very small amount of time with hard work and effort nonetheless they are they are now to the WWE what the Drew League is the, to the NBA and that's that's not, that's, not, that's not, not good it, it it doesn't sound good, but think but think about what we saying, what I'm saying about that, Jack. The Drew League, you know, is every year and it's pro am basically. It's right. up and coming people who, you know what, bro? You keep going, you keep going, and you find the right age, you might actually wind up in the league to actual cats that's in the league. And they all playing against each other. And AEW has that rawness to it, where you don't feel you don't feel the spectacle and pageantry that you're given with WWE because it's been developed into that because it's earned the right to be that you feel a rawness and a grittiness. And what it is, is that AEW would have probably had better success during the time when grunge was still popular, but it can't capitalize on the grunge feel because grunge isn't popular right now. So now what you have to do is assemble a roster and you got to take the good with the bad right now because the fact of the matter is it's almost in a quantity versus quality right now for y'all. Right now, y'all have to fill out the roster and y'all have to keep taking people on the roster so you can find out who's good so that you can weed out who's not. Mm. But And because of that, the problem is 
WWE had almost a 50-year head start on that. <laughs> like, and and the and the fact of the matter is, if you know their story, even though we are heavy, like very critical of it, like now, we know that they they did the legwork. Like they went, they started off in Texas and they and they pipelined that network and they went to Canada and they and honestly, don't get me wrong, we could debate all day long about how Bret Hart's grandfather really do deserve a portion of the WWE versus like how he should realistically own probably one fourth of the company. But if we go on by that, the Hart family is entitled to almost one fourth of every like major wrestling publications like profits. That being that being said, I still believe that what they had to do is what me and you talked about, Texas, because they have not made essentially their Hulk Hogan. It's going they that's what they're struggling to find. And I and see and that's that, a big that's a big thing, bro, because when you talk about a brand new wrestling brand like AEW or ECW yes. or whatever, whatever. Like you can't make a Hulk Hogan. You can't make a Steam. Exactly. Like, that's that's gotta, gotta be organic. Gotta develop so I see what's coming with the the you know the hangman page thing. They're gonna put them over big time, bro. Mm-hmm. Which is cool because they gotta have a baby face. However, like hopefully that's the right guy. Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, bro. When you look back at ECW, right? Mm-hmm. Who was the guy that was the baby face they put over for ECW? It was Taz. Yeah. And the way Taz came about as a baby face was crazy. But see, in the 90s, your baby face was big time anti-hero. Because Stone Cold established that. And then the NWO came. And when the NWO came, it was like, damn, like, did anybody even like good guys anymore or whatever? And that still kind of lingers to this day because, like, bro, Friday when I went to SmackDown with Anna live in Jacksonville, Roman Reigns is an absolute fucking superstar, bro. Like, mm-hmm. whatever Roman Reigns was before, when he don't was even a, matter. a face and all that, that shit don't matter. Roman Reigns is legit. Not only can he go in the ring, he can cut a promo because he's always been good on the mic, but he got Paul Heyman with him, and he has this, like, He's not a, a chicken shit heel. Like Daniel Bryan, when he was a heel, was a chicken shit heel. Roman Reigns is a scary fucking heel, bro. Like, he's like... Is he about it? Yeah, he's like Undertaker scary. Like, for real, for real. He's like Brock Lesnar scary. So, like, Roman Reigns is legit. And oh, bro, I told you, bro, because they you know, don't bro, have he's gonna that beat in AEW. Like, he's going to beat Brock. Yeah, but he got to. If you... I don't know how to explain it, fellas. If y'all was at SmackDown, and you seen Roman Reigns come out, and the no, reaction no. he got from the crowd and everything. Roman like, is oh, the nigga right now. Yeah, Roman is the biggest star in professional wrestling right now, and it's not even close. And he's like, if he keep going, he's going to be like John Cena the Rock big, because he's <laughs> legit. But the thing is, do you really, like, I don't understand why Vince keep doing this. Do you really want your company to be ran by a heel? I don't, I don't get how that's a thing. Cause then you don't you sell less, because people don't like heels. For example, when you're a kid, or whatever, when we was kids, like we wanted the Hulk Hogan shirt, we wanted no, the, the Stone Cold shirt, we no, wanted it is. The, the Steam shirt. Well, you ain't want the Hulk Hogan shirt. Dude, bro, I still want a, I still want a Hulkamania tank top. Fuck that. No, 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 no. This, this, and don't get me wrong. Like I've sat here and come in and out of the conversation with y'all. People don't like good guys. 
because good because good guys are expected to win. Like, and 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 I'm not trying to you know take away from the wrestling um, conversation, but there's a reason why people dislike Superman. I love Superman. We just it, talked about this earlier today, y'all. Oh my yeah. god! I'm not sorry. No, 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 but but, that, but there's a, there's a reason why people dislike Superman because they're yep. like you're such a goody two shoes. It's fucking disgusting because that's it, not how the real world works. Well, that's because most people are scumbags. So like but, people want people again, to, to, to reflect not, themselves. That's not how the real world works. Versus a Batman, and and don't get me wrong, I understand that I'm a fan, and we can say it's my bias or whatever. But there's a reason. But there's a reason why people gravitate to him because that like, this is a guy who's willing to do what it takes, not and to, hold and, his, not hold to, his moral to such a high gravitas, like him and Captain America. Their the idea of them is so is so fucking high mm-hmm. that nobody can achieve it. So when they're so Jesus, when they're about, God. So when you're talking about a Roman Reigns. And I was listening when you brought up, you know, the rock. What's up, brother? Please. Q gone. Q, what you say now? By Roman Reigns and the Rock. Bro, I got this theory that Q be getting black bagged in the middle of us recording. <laughs> Every time he about to say some real shit, <laughs> the government yeah. stuff. Yeah, like every time Q about to drop some real shit, he blank the fuck out like every time no it never fails it's like the the thanos snap because you just yeah like feel the disconnect really just flowing through. coming you know it's coming too like every time he's about to make a point it's like oh q about to cut off right here and then it'd be like you can't even fuck with the king yeah like i'll be waiting on like i'll be waiting i'll be waiting on him to really like go in but it's like and it just will never come bro and never comes but I get what you was saying, but at the same time, though, y'all, like, I don't know, because Jim Cornette is, like, my go-to on how wrestling should be, because I've yet to see him be wrong. Like, if you listen to his pie, I've yet to see him be wrong, and he's like, you need a babyface champ. You got to have my a bad guy to get the belt in the chase. There you go, bat. Bam, my bad. Where did I leave off at? You were saying... Um, you were saying about the, the anti-hero thing, about like how nobody wanted Superman and Batman. Yeah, but I was I was like, people gravitate to Batman because he, they look at this guy, he's like, he's willing to do what it takes. Because in the real world, that's what it takes. Okay, that's why people like that. I, I, was, I was listening to you talk about The Rock and you was like, he can't run his business successfully with a heel. Yes, he can. He's done it. Because at the height of The Rock's career, he was a heel. But see, The Rock was like a, a, see, The Rock and Stone Cold, see, this is what's weird about wrestling now. And Jim Cornette made this point or whatever. And it's so true, bro. Wrestling used to be simplistic. You got a good guy, you got a bad guy. You put the belt on the bad guy, you make the good guy chase the bad guy. The good guy wins the belt. Then the good guy, at some point, drops the belt back to the bad guy again, then he chases it or whatever. It's literally just the same notion for years and years and years. Then Stone Cold came along. And it was just like, why are y'all cheering for the heel? Because he wanted to get over as a heel. But it was so damn badass and cool, people started cheering for the heel. And then, yeah, and then the same thing happened with The Rock. 
it's not that they were like, I'll tell you something, man, because people who are good at wrestling, they still get heat, heel heat. Because, for example, The Rock and Stone Cold are so fucking cool that when they want to be a heel, you can't hate them because they're too cool to hate. However, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, Kurt Angle, when he do heel shit, we hated him. Yeah. We hated, not, we that, hated that, Kurt Angle. But we also, that's, that's because we also hated him as a face, too. Now, we hated okay. him as a face. But, but see, the thing with Kurt Angle, we didn't love him until the latter part of his, his, his career. And in the latter part of his career, he was healed. That's why I'm like saying that Vince can't run successfully with a heel at the face of the company. That's a lie. He's done it. He's done it with Stone Cold. He's done it with The Rock. He's done it with Brock. He's done it with Triple H. He's done it with Kurt Angle. Like, but let me, let, me, let, me ask, let me ask you something. Did he really run his company with a heel or or which I often try to remember try to remind people, Vince did something that you often don't see in sports. Actually, it's very rare to see in sports entertainment. Everybody remembers that 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 day when Raw started when Raw came on TV and what happened? Vince comes on first and explains that the program was changed. Remember this? Yeah. Right. So you have chance first and foremost is at that moment. At that moment, what you know to be as Vince is a literally the design of an entire universe of his creation. He created a universe where his where his his honestly didn't have to be faces or heels. Or they heels. could come out and, and they could just right. be anti-heroes. Even Vince said that. that Vince was like, We're gonna let you decide who the good guy and the bad guys are. And exactly. so then guys start coming out on like that's how DX came about. Because if Vince doesn't do that, DX never happens. Because think about it. They come out, right? They got the tank and everything. They the, they the first. Think about it. I want you to think of another uh, staple, right? That upon their debut, they all were named after. Yeah. yeah, that's true. What he did was, and that's what I told people, I said grunge at the time was a kind of music that it was a kind of rock music that just appealed to anti-heroes. People who weren't necessarily good, bad, they just knew that inside they did a bunch of good shit and they did some bad shit too and they just wanted it to be okay. And so Vince capitalized on the feeling of that time. And what made other wrestling publications better was that they had to essentially adopt the Attitude Era mold and then readapt it to however they wanted to present it. Which is how so many tried and failed but why also ECW was so successful. It's grungy, but it has the personalities that at the time in the underground circuit you couldn't find. So now fast forward that you get the Stone Cold and the Rock. Now you have these two these two major guys come along and what happens? They don't have to be good, they don't have to be bad, and to make it worse, they're so big you can't actually even affiliate them. Like think about it. Then the Rock was in the Nation of Domination, right? Yeah, he, he was in there. Literally, there's a point in the Nation of Domination where everybody in Nation of Domination, except for Farouk, got a belt. Yeah, they, they were the tag team champions. I want to say uh, that nigga D'Lo Brown was somehow like intercontinental champion. He was European champion. European yeah, he was champion. European champion. Uh, Wish McCall was hardcore champion, and they had the tag team titles. Um. And I tell people, I said, you got to remember, The Rock is in there. The Rock is in there as a champ, as Intercontinental yeah, Champion. Yeah, Intercontinental Champion, yeah. 
And what ha- and what winds up happening? He becomes so big, he becomes such a household name that literally it nation and domination. Yeah, he had to blow him off. He, he had, had to he blow him had off. to separate from him. So now he almost he essentially he's essentially he essentially did what. He Beyonce them, honestly. He yeah. Beyonce them. And he didn't do it on purpose. It was just that his character, his approach to it was already so patented that he could like he could he couldn't fail. He really couldn't fail. Same thing with The Rock. You come in, bro, you beat Jake the Snake, who at the time was the badass. Like he get in the ring and he got a fucking live fucking python with. But yeah, you beat so his ass, right? And knowing that he a real Bible thumper. What you do, you quote the Bible at the end of the match and use it to kind of add insult to injury. That was one of the most genius, most like, which by the way, Jake told him to do that. Like, which is crazy. That's crazy that they had, they just had that much foresight to realize, like, okay, this isn't going to last in this current mold. So we got to go ahead and instead of trying to play catch up, let's just go ahead and throw the old bar out, create a new bar, set it, stamp our name on it, and then from here on out, everybody's got to chase us. And that's exactly what they did. That's why I, I, I'm saying, when I really do, but I also understand where Jax is coming from, where it was like, no, nah, man, you got to understand, he blurred the line so well between face and heel that it it really didn't matter. Like, honestly, bro, if, I want you to go back to like somebody like Hardcore Hop, who was a phenomenal wrestler. He was. But what you think? If you think about his time, bro, he fluctuates so much that you you after a while you stop like trying to recognize like whether or not he was actually like heel or face. Al Snow, same thing. And Al Snow was incredible in the ring. Val Venus, he come in, he smashing everybody, girl. But you kind of fuck with it. But you don't kind of fuck with it. But then all of a sudden the yakuza is after him, so you don't really know whose side to be on. Like. <laughs> Perfect example: the rope, the New Age Outlaws. They were DX, so they had that edginess in them. At the same time, they were such a good tag team. <laughs> like they were such a good tag team because they understood each other that well. Like they, I tell people, Road Dog isn't even that good. Of, wasn't even that good of an athlete, but he has in, in WWE history. He has some he of the best under, in, in ring awareness and timing you will ever see. Right. Like, and don't get me wrong. One one of the things on my bucket list is to wear a pair of uh, badass Billy Gunn shorts because I fuck with them <laughs> shits. Mr. Ass shorts? <laughs> yeah. I fuck with them shits, bro. Yo, one of the worst theme songs in wrestling history, by the way. What? Oh, you didn't know? <laughs> I'm ass man. Yeah, bro. Horrible. <laughs> bam, bam. Yes, I'm ass man. So horrible, bro. <laughs> I hate it. Like, uh, hold on, I'm gonna go ahead and um let me go ahead and start and introduce the show real quick. Then we can get back. oh shit, we didn't start yet. Nah, do the shit. <laughs> this do the shit, Dennis. No oh, static shit, podcast episode 165. I'm Dennis, your host. Coop is here. <laughs> LQ is here. Yes, sir. And Jax is here. I'm an ass man. Whole team here. <laughs> we just chopping it up about, about good old wrestling. Man, I'm just saying, bro, when you look at it overall, and I'm watching, I'm literally watching AEW as we speak, and I see what they're doing, they're getting over, and they might 
they might be about to make Adam Cole. Well, I don't know. It depends because they got Adam Cole in the elite. So if they make Adam Cole trade on Kenny Omega, you could put him over too. He could be a cool baby face. He's like a Shawn Michael baby face. Yeah. But yeah. that's what I was getting at with Hangman Page. Hangman Page, I feel like, is closer to Shawn Michaels than people think. Man, I don't know if he got the charisma though. But that's that's the thing. He not to be HBK. He's, yeah, like you got what it is. Yeah, he's got the charisma. A lot. He, do, he does like a red heart, asshole. man. Because he's not, he's not. It's just like with Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega reminds me of Roddy Piper. Yeah, and like, and, and like, um, with Heyman Page, Heyman Page just really reminds me of Bret Hart. Like, you can go in the ring, your promos are dry, and like, but it's we recognize your your skill and ability. Hold on, so we, like, we, we, we ain't gonna do that to Bret Hart promo. Bret had some good promos. Once, once he figured out, once he figured out how to start saying, "I'm the best there is," the yeah, best, best was, was, the best there ever will be. Will be. Then he then he fig- he found his stride. Now the thing is, Brett can cut a babyface promo on you now, because Brett's babyface promo is like, "I'm gonna come out here. I'm gonna work harder than anybody. I'm gonna go harder than anybody. And I'm gonna do everything I can to make sure I get it done. Because I'm the best there is, the best there was, the best there was." That's a great babyface promo. Because a babyface promo, you can't talk bad about the other guy. The only people that I know that are really good at cutting babyface promos is Hogan. Sting and Bret Hart. Everybody else is they suck at cutting baby faces. Straight up. <laughs> Did y'all um by the way, good by the way, great wrestling talk. Um do we want to get into CLB? Can can we oh. hold off for like 15 minutes? Give me 15 minutes. Okay. I got the per I got the I got the perfect thing to hold that over. Give me a second, cause I, I want I want to get y'all reactions in case y'all haven't heard it yet. Oh, here we go. Foolishness. Yes, yes, it is. So before I before I <laughs> so before I start on this consequence. Y'all, y'all no consequence, right? This is already started. I want you to know this is already starting bad. <laughs> so, Kanye and Andre 3000 dropped the, well, they didn't drop, but it was, it surfaced. They dropped a song called Life of the Party. And this isn't the, you know, jump into what we thought about the song quite yet, but there was a thing there was a you know exchange between cons and kanye saying that that song was going to drop at 8 p.m on saturday mm-hmm. 8 p.m on saturday gets here and we don't get life of the party but instead we get consequence dropping a drake diss track over NBA Street Volume One type beat. Wait, what? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And if you don't believe me, you just gotta. It's party time. Uh, 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 uh. 
this one vicious. I laughed so hard when he said this one vicious. This one vicious. <laughs> yes, sir. Like that's not to so- be saying this is vicious over, by the way. Never in my life have I met as have I ever met a nigga who the moment they start talking, you can hear they overbite. <laughs> <laughs> Was it the was it the party time that did it or was it the this one vicious that did it? It was all of it. <laughs> Everything you say, all you can hear is me. It's party time. Uh, 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 uh. This one vicious. It's party yeah, this time. Hey. Hey. Oh, it's hey. party time. The best place to find help is at the end of your arm. But I'm the kind of guy when my friend is at home. I'm not gonna play too much of this, but y'all get the why that sound like 2001. <laughs> like, what's going on? Because the distance from because I'm gonna tell you what it is, my nigga. That nigga consequences this Drake back when he was still on Degrassi. I'm so lost, bro. Might have been before then. That nigga, <laughs> like this one, vicious. I'm gonna tell you, of fact, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you exactly when that diss track came out. You know that picture of Drake or that little footage of Drake we always see at the beginning of the HYFR video when mm-hmm. he a little kid dancing? That's when that mm-hmm. thing Consequence wrote this. Damn, my boy. Nah, listen. My, ni- my nigga had bars for little juke for Jerry. Listen, this was back when fat form was like the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because and see, that's what I'm saying. That's what it sound like. Like, it sound like Bro, it sound like 2001 straight. I don't even know, bro. Like, oh, a nigga playing in the background during MTV Cribs or something. No, bro. <laughs> so, first of all, you got to understand the situation he was in. He had to read the rhymes off of his two way pager. <laughs> yeah. As he did that, he also got a phone call on his sidekick. After mm-hmm. all of that happened, they told him, hey, man, you might want to go ahead and get that jersey insurance. Shaq don't play for the Heat no more. And Drake got bars for him. <laughs> I don't know. Do you think it was the Do you think it was the, the sidekick or do you think it was the next tail chirp? Oh, nigga. <laughs> the next tail chirp, chirp is only for when Kanye call. Mm. Oh, man. Next tail chirp, Motorola. Bro, that's matter, crazy. Matter of fact, matter of fact, that, that nigga, when we get into the room, that nigga going to try to stun on us with a razor. This one vicious. <laughs> like that's bruh. Wow. <laughs> Boredom. Wow, my boy. Music is so interesting, bro. Like the shit that comes out of music. I, I don't even know what to say, bro. By the way, go ahead. I ain't even heard the disc. I only hit it as far as he played it just now, bro, because I was so taken back and I couldn't believe that it was actually consequence and that he was actually alive. That I was like, this nigga ain't really do this. This is just some old like shit that he did a long time ago. They just brought it back and that nigga's just like, you know, capitalizing on it. But no, my nigga, this nigga got up, went, went through the beats and was like, ooh, th- this shit gonna fuck him up. This one vicious. This one vicious exactly. is what he said. <clears throat> <laughs> Ooh, this one vicious, boy! You know, I tell you, know, you know what he you know what this sound like? This beat sound like while he was in the booth rapping, it was people outside the booth going, "Go con, go con, go con." <laughs> if 
fucking waving their hands in the air like they don't care. Boy, boy, boy. Oh, man. This boy, I tell you. All right, I'm uh, back. When, when Freak Nick was at his peak. Bro, this, was, not about this, was, this was around then. Bro, nigga, he wrote this shit when Mark Morrison was still in the streets. <laughs> when when Club V12 existed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Every week when he talked about the edge on the radio. Oh, bro, listen, you talking about, bro, listen. He just did a whole interview about this diss track on Rap City, the basement. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I mean big Tigger Rap City, the basement, not Q45. <laughs> that, that do sound like hey bro for real that do sound like what's the what's the blind nigga who used to do the the 106 in part rap shit what that nigga blind, fury? Fury? blind fury yeah, oh, yeah. that sound like, like the beats that used to be in the background during 106 during part. freestyle Friday yeah nigga like <laughs> don't 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 like <laughs> this one oh, yeah, my nigga. This shit sound like baggy jeans and hoodies that's too big. I'm trying to tell you, bro. First, I want to start off by saying free is fine. And second, I want to start off by saying I'm going to blow your mind. This one's vicious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if I had my air horn. Bro, oh, music. What's up, bro? With, uh, with the Kanye disc, are we ever going to get an Andre 3000 uh, album now? Never. Nope. Okay. Never. By the way, Big Boy was flying on his shit. The little single he dropped was flying, but yeah, you'll never get a 3,000. I don't even think 3,000 care about music, bro. Yeah, I mean, I do like the fact that he said, I mean, that he, you know, wanted to work he, he with like, certain artists. Like, he was like, he would want to work with Kendrick, he would want to work on Lil Baby, work with Lil Baby. Ooh, could like, you imagine Kendrick Lamar and 3,000 on the same cut? Mm-hmm. He said he was like he said he mentioned Yay, he mentioned Drake, he mentioned Hove, he mentioned Kendrick, he mentioned Lil Baby. Like he didn't pick nobody that you was like, oh my god, if a song came out with with, with three stacks of that nigga, that shit is cool. Like there was nobody that you didn't say that about. Right. Right. Yeah. Did y'all hear the um Life of the Party song? Mm-mm. Yeah. I didn't. I think I heard listen, it. Listen, I've heard it. And I'm going to let y'all know, I give Andre 3000 a whole bunch of shit because y'all literally let that white boy subliminally message y'all into putting Andre 3000 into y'all top five and, without, and, and somehow forgetting that he had a whole rapping partner who was on par, if not better than him. That's neither here nor there. Listen, I love Big Boy, and that's not the the slight him, but I will say that I am one of those people that has Andre three thousand in his top five. Because every time he he drops a verse and has dropped a verse, even in recent years, it's like it it has that it has that thing to it that's just like great every time. Right, but what I will say is this. Honor 3000 probably gave us one of the best verses we'll ever hear in our lives, period. And I, and I do agree. And I, and I do agree with him. I am so sorry for Andre 3000 that that verse got put in the middle of those niggas two beasts. Right. Because, because we're talking more about we're, the conversation from the day Elite was the verse and now it's only been the fact that it's the verse 
caught between two of rap's biggest stars. Right. And the verse itself meant so much more for it to just be that. And the fact that in the way that it rolled out was like, uh, because it, it, it caused a bunch of like eyebrow raising and side eyes just because of the fact of like, not only was Drake the one that dropped the track, now it's like Kanye has to look within his circle to see who was the one that let it get that far. Mm. Okay. It's just like when Push told us that uh that old boy bitch was snitching to them. I'm I don't care about that. How it got to you is how it got to you. Okay. Well, you know, I mean, at the same yeah. time, I think you know, not necessarily not necessarily pinpoint on like oh, oh we nigga, need to investigate I- who did this, but like or have like the foul moment somebody did this, but just oh, the fact nigga. that it 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 dropped the way that it did. Nigga, right. oh, I want to know who did this because I'm all dying to see when we finally see that, that nigga Kanye have to whoop this nigga Saha the Prince ass for fucking dropping this shit. <laughs> you think it's Saha for real? Yeah, I was about to say the fact that that was the first name. Nigga, it's, <laughs> my nigga, let's be honest, my nigga. It's one, it's one, it's one of good music's disgruntled. So that means it's either Saha the Prince, GLC. <laughs> Or, <laughs> or Mr. Hudson? My nigga, it was definitely Mr. Hudson. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga, that nigga naturally looked like a fucking supervillain, bro. He got Bob Barker hair and fucking piercing blue eyes. Hell yeah, my nigga. That nigga, Mr. Hudson. Listen, that nigga made Supernova and that nigga kind of no more features for that nigga, but kept making that nigga sing for him. <laughs> <laughs> Telling you, bro, that nigga, that, that nigga, Mr. Hustle, I'll fix you, yay. <laughs> I know y'all niggas probably talked about Kanye shit last week when I was out. That shit's horrible. I just want to point that out. Oh, y'all oh, talking oh, about I, I, I want you, I want you to know, uh, Jax, we are going to stop having your musical takes on this show. <laughs> nah, we man. We had a meeting fuck about that. that. Nah, fuck we that. had a meeting about it's that, horrible. and we have decided that we are no it's longer horrible. going to take your back. I listen to that no. shit three times and i was like this shit is booty as fuck like i can't i don't get it and you know what's my, crazy? my nigga Kanye, one, one you as an atheist are listening to a gospel record the fact that we're not questioning that at all weirds nigga, me out just to just to, just to weird you out even more <laughs> literally four days ago i listened to the entire greatest hits of the mississippi mass choir so that, i get out okay some everybody listens to the mississippi mass choir but I was like, I get out with some gospel. I listen to Fred Hammond. I listen to gospel. But my nigga, that shit garbage. I'm sorry. That shit. You didn't find not one redeeming quality throughout that whole thing, Jack. The cut with Jay Z wrong. Okay. But that's, but that's cause whole verse so fucking crazy. It ain't even. But you know, I'm not a Jay Z guy. I just like the way that song put together. I think it's. Uh, I think it's a perfect song. Oh, but, yeah. like, like, literally a song about this nigga Kanye talking about. I want to whoop the nigga ass that performed surgery on my own mom. Maybe so. Maybe so. But, like, the rest of that shit, man, I tried. Like, I really did. I listened three times. And I'm one of these so, people who think Kanye is a genius. Like, I think he's up there with Prince and Michael Jackson. But at the same time, that shit garbage. That shit so, garbage. You, don't, you don't think you don't think you heard some of the best rapping on, on the album? Y'all yeah, would say because the features, even if you ain't like Kanye say, on it. The features is wrong. I, but here's my thing. Okay. 
I'm judging the album overall or whatever. Okay. Like I could take any individual song or beat or like writing from that album be like, yeah, this is fucking like legit. Like I'm with it. You know what I'm saying? But as a whole, as an album, it's not something I want to sit down and listen to. And again, it goes back to what I was saying. Like for me, I think I said this before, it was like, Jesus is the last time Kanye made an album where I was like, yeah, I want to listen to this album over and over again. Like it don't have re-listenability for me. And if, if you drop an album that don't make me want to listen to it again, it's not a good album. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so is that is that no, you want me to tell you why? Because I felt I was I felt like not amongst like like you, Dennis, but with other people, I had to defend like kids see ghosts real, real hard. Yeah. And so I, I under I understand the same inverse feeling that Jack said, but Jax also isn't alone in this feeling. I've noticed that like the responses are on any either side of the field. Everybody, I either get like Kanye purists that's like, man, this is trash, or I get people who are like, you know, they 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 like elevator music listening to Kanye, so they think it's incredible. And then you got like people like us who's us like, you know, we we we're dissecting because. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm like, you, you know, while I was going to be talking about this, without rehashing everything, I've got, I can still point out, you know, certain key things I, I liked about it. But I still told people, I was like, you know what, I'm not ranking this like it's, it's not breaking his like top three or anything like that. It ain't nowhere near. It ain't nowhere near. It's not even one of his top five albums. So my thing is, like, here's my thing, and I'm going to be very brash when I say this. For all the Kanye lovers, that's cool. Get his dick out your mouth for like two seconds. And really evaluate the album for real. Is this a top five Kanye West album? If your answer is yes, then you don't really like Kanye West for real. So my thing okay. is, at this point in his career, should Kanye be dropping music that's not in his top five? Okay. Yes. Because here's why, and, and, I, and I literally had to stay away from everybody's take. I had to stay away from everybody's blog, everybody's podcast, everybody's tweets about this album until I gave it a full listen. Last week, you weren't on the show, Jax. I just want, just want to point this out. This is my take from last week. Yeah, I was doing some house cleaning. Yeah, hey, it happens. Got to, got to, got to burn the sage and get the evil divas out. Damn right. All right. I asked the question. I said, hey, is this going to be one of those albums three, four, five years down the road, we look back and we say, damn, why didn't I like this album when it came out? Because I remember that happening. I remember that happening with, once again, my same take from last week. I remember that happening with Views. I remember that happening with American Gangster. I remember that happening with uh, Butterfly. And we go down the list of albums that when we look back, years later we were like shit this was a really good album what what were we doing at the time that it came out the reason why I'm while I agree with y'all as far as the solidified 3-4 classics that Kanye has uh, College Dropout, Graduation 808's Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy if you judge this album based on the solidified classics. All of you are right. It does not measure up. This is why I say we have to give Kanye West his due. 
at this point in his career, Kanye West is still innovating. He does not have to. And I'm going to segue into CLB. While Kanye West is still innovating, I felt Certified Lover Boy was very Drake. Before, hold on, wait. Before before we get into CLB, I, I, LQ, I do want to ask you a question because I remember I remember Tanka asked this in the thread, but I don't know if you got around to answering it. Do you think that a year from now that you'll go back to with the way, and I say that with the way that music drops ever so consistently, do you think that a year from now Donda is still something that is either going to be in rotation or something that you'll even like go back to? And that's based off early predictability. Now is older. Most of the music I listen to now is older. Like, Mm -hmm. because of this show, I, I listen to newer music because that's a part of the format of this show. But majority of the music I listen to are I'm revisiting albums that came out that I never gave a chance or, hey, this person had a career. Let me go through their discography and figure out what it is that I like about this person as a rapper versus the one album that I had here, the one or two songs that I had there. Like, real nigga shit, there's no way that a year from now, niggas still won't be talking about jail, whether it's the Jay-Z version or the or the baby version. And realistically, I, I'm a whole fan. We all know that. That baby version, there's, hey, up there with the, with the Andre 2000 verse, we got to put that in the conversation for verse of the year because that nigga slid. Slid. I just want to that say verse. this before we go on to Certified Love Boy. Um, uh, I be listening to what niggas be saying. And LQ was saying stuff about going back to albums and be like, oh, yeah, this album was good. And we didn't know it was good at the time. I'm going to say this. And I don't even want y'all niggas to comment. I'm just, I'm going to use my, my my executive power so y'all niggas can't comment after this. We'll go to Certified Love Boy. For every nigga that's listening that thought motherfucking Pamela Butterfly by Kendra Lamar was not good the first time you heard it, you're an idiot. You're a fucking idiot. And anybody who thought that is a fucking idiot. And anybody who felt like that is an idiot. Straight but up. That was the masses. That was Straight the masses. Up. Me, me. I, I literally, artists, that's insane though. One like, of my literally. favorite artists in the world is George Clinton. And when I heard that first track, I said, I'm ready. That's such, bro. I'm not even trying to get on this, y'all, but I ain't gonna lie. This shit bothering me. Like, it's literally one of the best listens in hip hop in the last 10 years. But no it, had to grow, it had to grown people. They weren't ready but, for that. What, what, what niggas, though? Like, what niggas it's, is these niggas? The ma- like, I'm telling you now, the mask was not ready for Pimple Bro, Butterfly. if I had hair, I would be pulling it out right now. No, I see, what, I see like, what Jackson's saying, because even on my first I see what you're saying, I wasn't, but, but think, I, about, think about when it came out. When did Pimple, Pimple Butterfly came out? Like, 14, 15? 15. Something like that. 15, So, yeah. 15. I remember me, Cool, Huggy, in the car. And this nigga Huggy's like, I'm not feeling it. Huggy's a me fucking Coop, idiot. It's different for me because I got it on the first <laughs> listen. Me and Coop looked at that nigga and was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. He's like, because my nigga, 
How could you say? Yeah. No, here's my thing. Bro, like, if you like, hold on, music, hold on, let, Jess, me, let me finish. Jesus let me Christ. finish. Let me finish. <laughs> a year later, Huggy came back and said, "Hey guys, I was tripping, bro. I just happened to start listening to Pimple Butterfly. I was like, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking about, bro. And that was the consensus. I'm gonna put it like this. I'm gonna put it like this. I'm gonna put it like this. And I'm not saying Pimple Butterfly is this song, but I'm gonna put it like this because if you know music, then you will understand what I'm saying. Imagine you grew up on Mars, but you have music or whatever, and you've never heard music before. So you get to Earth and you start listening to Earth music and shit like that. And a nigga play Billie Jean for you. And you say, I don't get it. This shit ain't good. You're a fucking idiot. You're a fucking idiot. So like, that's my thing. Like, nigga, the first time, okay, I had already heard Good Kid, Mad City. And I was like, this nigga here is this, this, that nigga. This, that nigga. It's that nigga for real. Then I heard Pimp and the Butterfly, and I was like, oh my God, not only is this that nigga, but he up this game. I was like, nigga, this is, this is, uh, what is this? And to this day, my nigga, I still feel like that. So, like, I don't know. You see, I'm speechless. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this, and then this isn't, and I don't wanna, and listeners, forgive me if it, cause I don't wanna, you know, stay on Kendra for too long. As I know we got to move on, but I will say to that point of, you know, seeing like first impressions versus like when people go back to it. I think I saw that. I think I saw more of that with damn versus to pimp a butterfly. Yeah, because damn was out there. I can get that. But pimp a butterfly, bro, like I don't even the album perfect. (laughs) Like what's wrong with the album? And you, nigga, I'm I'm fucking hater bear. I'm literally hater bear. I hate everything. That shit's awesome. And the first time I heard it, I was like, "This is amazing." But <laughs> run that back, play that again. <laughs> like, nigga, what? Huh? You know, you know, it's ironic. We we give all the shit to Pimple Butterfly. Damn is the one that he wins a Pulitzer for. Right. Damn was all. Damn was all neo political and shit too, though. So Pimp yeah. Butterfly and Good Kid Mad City had politics in it. Kendrick always been political, but it was subtle. Not damn. Damn is neo-political. That shit is in your face like, bitch, you a fucking idiot. Like, racism is dumb and, and, and fuck Bush. Like, shit like that. Like, it, it, it was real, it was real, like, neoclectic. It was, like, straight in your face. So whenever you go to that extreme as an artist, to go to the extreme of saying, here's where I stand. You're gonna do like win something, or you're gonna get some kind of recognition. Pepper Butterfly is perfect though. Ain't no neo-political shit to listen to. Nigga, bob your head and be a nigga for two <laughs> seconds. Bob your head and be a nigga. It just really blew my mind, Q. And I know Q that you're not one of them niggas, but it just blew my mind that it's like realistic niggas out here in these streets of the world saying that, oh yeah, first time I heard Pepper Butterfly, it was good. Nigga, who are you? <laughs> Listen, what? Bro, that, was, that was the general consensus and that's why that for whatever reason that album we have to put it on the list of when it came out everybody was like eh and then a year two years four years five years everybody's like this is one of the greatest albums in hip hop history boy that shit crazy so, right. so, back, so back to my Donda take I'm like I really feel like a this year from now we're gonna a lot of people are gonna change their minds on it because the the features alone, like some of the best rapping is on this album. This ain't that. 
This ain't that. Dead, as, dead, as, as, as the dead dead. meme currently says, boy, ain't no way, boy. boy I want to be. No, way, and I'm, I'm with, and that's the thing. I'm Number, with. I'm with Jackson on that, but I would. I wouldn't mind being wrong. Yeah, but, I'm okay with being wrong, but ain't no way, but boy. This, boy, ain't no fucking but way. But that's the shit that I be talking about. Because I said it a couple of weeks ago. This is why women dictate the industry. Because if we base this album on bars, I promise you this is the number one album of the year. But we don't base shit purely on bars. But the album, see, this is my problem. The album's so fucking bad, in my opinion, that the bars don't matter. Like, the bars should overrule how bad this album is. Like, I should be like, nigga, yeah, the album don't flow the way I want. It don't give me the vibes that I want to get. But niggas on here spitting. Nigga, I don't I care don't, who on that spitting. That shit booty I don't get how you, I don't get how you make that statement. And literally the first half of Nas's career was he had to rap so well to overcome the bad production. Well, okay, right, wait, we're not, we not going to do that. Because because Illmatic, yeah, listen, like, Illmatic has about? perfect production. <laughs> Met with no, 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 Illmatic. Illmatic, Illmatic but that's, so much that's better what than... everybody says. That's what everybody says. Everybody, but you, like, we, we got the the Illmatic, not... bro, look, 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 Illmatic is so much better than this album. Like, nigga, matter of fact, y'all are, y'all are is better than this album. Mind. G Cole is no better way... than this album, my nigga. G Cole, there's no, there's no way that we say that whole verse, the fit, the, the, the five of your foreign. The J Electronica, what what um Young Thug did, what the baby did, what the locks no. did, what no. listen, bro, fucking no. Uzi, like all these people no. gave you. you some of the no. best performances no. Fuck it, on on a beat. No. And we sitting going like the album is still that bad. Get booty the fucking fuck out of here. Kanye Get West is Kanye fuck fucking out of here. West. See, here go where I am. And I'm and we definitely gonna get the drink after this, Dennis. I'm sorry. But Kanye West is Kanye fucking West, sir. When you pull out a motherfucking Michael Jackson album, I don't give a fuck what Michael Jackson album it is. It's better than fucking G-Code. Okay? You're fucking Kanye West. I expect every album you make to be better than G-Code. Even if this is your worst album you've ever made, it better be better than G-Code. This album ain't better than G-Code. Damn fucking right I am. Because I'm talking okay, about okay, hold up, hold up, hold up. And I get that it's two nah, different types of albums. Nah, that's what you you comparing G- like Yeah, I get G- what G- you're saying. Chico it one that album holds a very special my heart. Let's not let's not do that. But see, here's my thing. I know they I know they different albums, just like motherfucking off the wall and G Code are different albums. However, off the wall and G Code are both classic albums because okay. I'm gonna put G Code on some point in time within the next six months and bought the whole fucking thing. And then I'm going to put off the wall on sometime in the next six months and bought the whole thing. I'm going to put college dropout on and bought that motherfucker. 808s. I'm going to do that because those are classic albums. You're a Kanye fucking West. You don't have the right to not drop a classic album. And this ain't no fucking classic, my boy. So therefore, it's booty fucking Dean. That's how I feel let's about go, it. Let's go to CLB because everything he has to say about this album is how I feel about CLB. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to it. Well, I'm going to start off by saying CLB is fucking awesome. Drake don't miss. <laughs> oh, yeah, Jazz. We definitely finna. <laughs> 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 hey, 
That nigga's <laughs> not that you got back in the ring with a chair. <laughs> Straight up. Straight up. All right. Where so, you had me was that. where you lost me, buddy. Hey, after all that shit, I'm coming back to say Trey don't miss. Like, I don't know, bro. Like, no, the nigga did oh miss. Oh my god. You want me to tell you? Want me tell you? Want me tell you the, my honest opinion, bro? Well, wait, okay. Wait, wait, wait. What wait, you let just me, said let me tell y'all is why. true, and that's why the album's right. only just okay. Right. And let me tell you why I said that. At this point in Drake's career, is Drake even trying? Like, I don't even know if Drake give a fuck no more. Drake drop an album to make money, or am I or am I tripping? Because when okay. I heard this this shit, I was like, oh, it's Drake. Like, it's literally. The last seven, eight years of Drake is Drake. I got he, no, no, no. Stop, 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 <laughs> Jax, Jax. The same, the same thing that you critique, uh, Kanye. We have to do it to Drake because Drake is is one of the biggest rap. I'm sorry, I can't even say biggest rap superstar. He's one of the biggest superstars in music. Yeah, you're right, but well, damn, so I just a, it don't feel on, the same. Hold on, Drake hold and on. Kanye ain't the same. I'm 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 gonna get there. Just follow me. Just follow okay. me. Just for okay. a second. What is the definitive Drake classic album? Take care. The one, the one, the one that we all say that's the definitive Drake classic album. It gotta be Take Care, right? Take care. One of them. Yeah. Okay. So Don't just. Oh, right? I can't stand you, Dennis. <laughs> Listen, you know. All right. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Because I because I know where Dennis is going. The next one is nothing was the same. Yep. Yeah. The next one is so far gone. And then the last one is if you're reading this, you're all it's um it's too, it's late. too late. Two of those are not even albums. Yeah, they make sense. Two of them. Okay. Drake, all Drake did was the same thing he's done since we first heard that nigga in 2009. Hey. I'm gonna give y'all this toxic shit. I'm gonna tell y'all about how how your mans don't like me, and I'm fucking your bitch. That's literally what he did. The so, album was called Certif- The album was called Certified Lover Boy. One, right. I'm not even gonna get. I'm not even get on the fact that Drake has the worst album covers and the worst album titles when it nope. comes to his music. That, if, that's another if album discussion. covers matter. If album covers matter, I would agree with you. That album cover is horrible. But right. album covers don't matter no more. This might be his best album cover. <laughs> but that's besides the point. This is what Drake did as the big as one of the biggest superstars in the music industry. All he did was he gave us an album, and everybody that he's cool with, he said, Hey, hop on out. He didn't do anything different other than grab the one nigga from Africa, which he did on fucking views and more life. Yeah, he didn't do nothing different. But all all Drake did, all Drake did was appease the algorithm. And that's and that's what I'm saying. Is Drake not okay? So hear me out. Hear me out. I'm not saying I'm impressed by this Drake album. However, I'm saying it's Drake. And when Drake is, it's just like, okay, a good analogy would be um, you know, as a sports athlete, let's say you got a hoop or whatever. The Nick, like, 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 um, Oh, dude, what's the what's the uh, KAT, the the center, right? Like the nigga don't miss KAT. You know he gonna give you twenty and twenty a game, every game. And yeah, he played for Minnesota, and yeah, you you know you ain't gonna really hear that much about him, but he gonna give you twenty and twenty every game. He's solid. K 
KAT is not going to switch his game up to help Minnesota. He's not going to stretch the floor. He's not going to pull no tray balls. KAT like, yo, I can give you 20 and 20. Do you want that? Because that's what I got. And that's what I feel like with Drake. It's like, Drake's like, yo, I can give you 20 and 20. And you're like, well, damn, 20 and 20 is good, but you don't want to stretch the flow? Nope, don't want to stretch the flow, my boy. You don't want to pull up from the tray? No, I don't want to pull up from the tray, my boy. I don't want to dribble line. I don't want to go baseline. I don't want to do none of that. I want to give you 20 and 20. Do you want it or not? Take it or leave it. And I feel like that's what Drake doing. Like, so it's like, yeah, I feel like he could have did something different. But Drake didn't say, wait till this album drop. I'm going to do something different. Drake was like, yo, I'm dropping Drake at 12 o'clock. And that's what he did. And the reason why I put Kanye on a different pedestal than Drake when I'm assessing this is because Kanye's always like making us anticipate and saying, I'm about to do something different. I'm about to be experimental. I'm Kanye fucking West. And but then when, when the nigga did something like, different, eh. you cut the trash. I ain't no, no. Because Jesus, Jesus was different and I love you, it. Drake gave you a whopper. This mm-hmm. nigga Kanye came out with a jerk chicken taco. Yo, give me the whopper. <laughs> give me the whopper. Yo, give me the whopper because I like my tacos to taste like tacos. I don't want a jerk chicken taco. If I wanted a jerk chicken taco, I would just eat jerk chicken. Don't put jerk chicken in my taco. Even though this tastes good, nigga, there's Whoa. no such thing as a Jamaican Mexican. Like, it's not a thing. That's just Bro, what's, what's, what's the shit that, that, that he been saying for the last couple of weeks? You're playing on my top right now. You're playing on my top, boy. <laughs> Yeah, that's what, you, that's what you do. Q, Q, I what would never. I would never. Bro, I'm letting y'all get y'all shit off right now. No, I want you to know said, there was not you, enough time for me to fit all the phrasings in there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying, man. He's doing, semant- he's doing semantics. Man, yeah, listen. Like, like Daniel Series last week, I said, hey, don't compare the albums because these niggas is doing two entirely different things. Mm-hmm. But what y'all did, but what y'all sat there and did but y'all put two niggas against each other who oh, do two entirely bag. different things, but y'all <laughs> won't hold them to the same fucking standards. You in your bag right now because you sound like Stephen A. You in your bag. I'm gonna let you know. That, that's cool. That's what y'all. Li- that's what y'all literally <laughs> did. If, if 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 Drake sit here said, "Hey, the one thing Drake said was this album was going to be a, a classic." That's the one thing he said. It's classic Drake. I'll tell you that. Right. Right. But as, listen, as Tank would say, I, as Tank would I say, don't Q, want the fucking Whopper, nigga. Listen, Whoppers it. are it delicious. Great. Are you trying to tell me Whoppers don't taste good? Bruh, I had it. It was great. <laughs> Give me something else. I just want to point something out. Else. Tank say, and you was talking about we we using different standard. Tank say this shit all the time. The world full of double standards, bro. You just got to accept it. It is what it is. Nigga, what, what, what did, what did T-Pay say? Do something else. Do something else. Do something else. Do something else. Bruh, that being Drake, said, Drake don't miss. I'm tired of you. I'm tired of you being the most popular nigga who got all these female issues. I'm sick of it. I'm literally sick of it. How are you this popular with this many bitches and you got this many problems? What could let me ask y'all a question? My nigga, did you not watch the Degrassi? Let me ask y'all a question. A serious in a wheelchair. question. A serious with, question. with bitches and problems. I'm gonna ask y'all a serious question. What could Drake possibly drop that niggas would respect? That niggas would respect that wasn't like this. Anything else? Anything else <laughs> the other day? Oh, oh, I got so much money, I had to lose another friend. Oh, 
I'm so I'm so love hungry. Why can't I find a bitch that loves me? Oh, here's here's another song with me and my other toxic friend Future, who's still mad at his one baby mama because she found her a good nigga that's taking care of his kids. Now that now that's some funny shit, man. Like, first of all, Future is my hero. I aspire to be him now because of what I'm currently going through. But also at the same time, I want to point out though, with the future cut, the future cut, that's like his number one single, whatever that dropped. And the video is hilarious. I'm kind of sick of future. And that's my first time ever saying that in the history of niggadom. Because, like, I'm now this way I do agree with you, Q. My nigga is every single cut or verse you drop going to be like, I'm so toxic. I hate these bitches. I fuck these bitches over. I'm so toxic. Every song? Yeah. Like every song? Like, hey, my on, nigga, future. listen. Cho- listen, my nigga. Chocolate milk is white milk and chocolate syrup. Don't mess with the formula, my nigga. <laughs> like, I, don't, bro. I don't give a fuck about Oval Team. I don't <laughs> want to give a fuck about whatever Nesquik actually is. My nigga, it's chocolate milk. My nigga, give me the, the black earth bottle and the I'm saying is all Drake did was he said, okay, here's the algorithm. I'm going to appease to the women because they love when I get in my bag and talk about this toxic shit because they low-key love it. I'm going to grab all my big superstar homies so I can touch touch bases on every single algorithm. And then, because I'll give it to him, he gave us a couple of bars. He said, then I'm going to go in my bag and diss everybody while giving y'all some really good bars that y'all that I should have just stuck to the entire album. Mm-hmm. Okay. He should have been bar did. for bar the whole album. Like at least That's that would have been more literally respected. all he did. That would have been more respected if he just like, okay, I'm going all bars on this album. That would have been a little bit more respected. He 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 lost the respect because of the way he went about the album. I get what you're saying. But Today, like I was talking to my coworker, she said she had listened to Too Sexy or whatever, right? And she was like, "It's trash." I was like, "You it's crazy?" Because it, it is. It she is. She was like, "She it's, was it's, like, it's, it's trash." Like every time, it's not like every time Eminem comes out with a single. That's what Too Sexy is. And I was like, "You tripping?" Because Drake don't mix. Like you, you, you tripping? Like two, two. And I was like, "You tripping?" But the, but what I meant by that is like, nigga can say what they want, but the song is the song. Like like. The the song the song is 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 it's a radio song and I gotta respect the fact that Drake's like yo I make radio song like that's my point like Drake don't give a fuck y'all like he don't care no more he's like he's reached that pinnacle where he makes so much money I don't know if he and this is a hot take I don't think Drake ever cared about music for real for real I think Drake's like literally an entertainer that's like yo I got really popular. Like, I dead-ass feel like that. Like, I don't think Drake ever gave a fuck about music at all. And he's at that point where he's like, literally any song I put out is going to be a top, like, 10 radio song. I'm going to make millions of dollars for it. So I'm going to keep going. What ain't, like Coop say, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Drake don't give a fuck about music. That's, but I beg, that's basically what I'm saying is Drake don't give a fuck about music. Y'all niggas want him to care. He ain't going to care. So fuck it. Oh. Too sexy. My my biggest take, literally, my biggest take is if we holding these niggas to the same standard, we got one nigga that's literally trying to figure out how to bridge the gap between gospel and hardcore hip hop, and we got another nigga that's been giving us the same album since 2010. And see, that's my thing about the standard. I can't hold the niggas to the same standard because Drake don't give a fuck about music, and Kanye West is trying to bridge the gap between hardcore hip hop and gospel. 
So I can't I can't be like, oh yeah, Drake, you gotta do better. Cause Drake don't give a fuck. He don't care. He don't care, bro. Drake don't want to bridge the gap between Oval Team and Go ahead, Dennis. All right, I'm about to say, yeah, me, me and this Sunday, you said that. But. Yeah, I was about to say, me and Coop just like, <laughs> whenever you're right. <laughs> so, but, me, me, because me and me and D had do this thing with me when the albums come out. There's the the group discussion we have, and then just like me and you, Wayne, me and Dennis always have a con- a pretty in depth conversation about the album, but. I will say this, and Dennis, we've gotten better, very good at this. We usually try not to talk to each other about it until we've had at least two, like, usually listens through it. Right. So we said this. Something that Jack said is very true. He was like, man, this is Drake being Drake. And honestly, that's so overwhelmingly true about this album that that's part of the problem. It's so, like, if, if Drake had a bag full of his stereotypes, and then just put it on wax. That's what this shit is. However, because Drake and I and I agree with B and and, and Jax with this with this, that nigga Drake doesn't ever make anything bad. He does what I always say to this, which is he makes things that, by comparison to the other things he's done, you're forced to compare them and realize it's not as good as other things he's done. That being said, <clears throat> it's the album's not bad, but I feel what Wayne is Wayne is saying. He's like, "Yo, you've been making the same album for years now, and you're right. This this album, if you close your eyes, and even some of the cuts from the album that you like a lot, like Live Twice is my shit. But Live, I uh, Live Twice, uh, Knife Talk, Pipe Down, like." It's some joints on there. I'm not going to deny that. Go ahead. Right. Take my bad. But the problem with that is the joints that are, are tough, they already, they either, as we and Dennis said, sound like songs. Of, they sound like Drake songs you've, ever, you've already heard. You could close your eyes on, on, on You Only Live Twice and you could almost like hear Lord Knows like like literally it's almost lord knows featuring Lil Wayne. Right. And let me add on to that because I definitely you know and going through the project and the one thing and the one thing that I'm surprised none of y'all brought up was the fact that and I'll just go and I'll basically you know go ahead into you know my thoughts on it. Number one, I'm surprised y'all didn't mention how long the album was. And the fact that it was too long, that was in the, the reason I bring that up. And that's not to say that, you know, this is something that we shouldn't have expected, should have expected out of Drake because he makes all kinds of music. But the fact that he's gone on for so long and said that he wasn't going to go high volume and proceeded to go high volume. Now, his, his last uh, the session of a uh, dark, dark tape lane demo, whatever the fuck that project was. Thank you. The last three projects have been long. Scorpion was long. Views was long. More Life was long. Like, I kind of expected from the nigga by now. Right. And and see, that's the thing, too. The the fact that after that, he even was on record saying that he wasn't going to go high volume. But that's besides the point. What I will get into is much of what Coop said, you know, when you close your eyes and you hear certain records, like, for example, I think the songs that y'all didn't break up. I, let me get into what I like first. Champagne poetry, I love. Okay. 
Yeah, because um, he murdered that shit. 7 a.m. on on Bridal Path, I love. Murdered, I mean, it was Yo, a Kanye diss on top of that, but yeah, go ahead. You Only Live Twice. I enjoy Pipe right. Down. Right. Uh, I like I like Love All with Hove. And The Remorse. Those are like the main songs. But I think what ends up happening on this particular project is that while there are skips on the album that exists, I run into moments throughout the songs that end up making me that end up making me you know want to either skip to the next thing or fast forward for example when it when it came to um when it came to in too deep for example i wasn't the biggest fan of how he did that sample but the second part was cool other songs i feel like he let ride out for a little too long and i get you know when you when you (laughs) in the zone you know and that's another thing too when you in the zone and music just you know flows through you and that's just you know what we know and love i get that but it's certain times and points where certain things just went on for i think on average when i went through and listened to the album it went between 45 seconds and a minute and 15 seconds of just i'm gonna let the beat ride out and when you do that, that's when that time really starts to add up. So I was running into, and like I said, I was there are there are there are skips on the album, but there's also you know within the good when did the good songs that exist, there are moments in the songs that you can probably do without. And this will probably be and this will be my last point, and then I'm gonna hand it over to y'all. I think with the features, he did and. And I can't remember who it was, who it was that said, you know, that he was playing on the algorithm cue. I think it might have been you that said that. It was me. It was me. So he's a nigga of algorithm trolling. <laughs> listen, that right, like it's crazy how true that is, but it's also a knock because of how safe he played it. But at the same time, I get it. Little bit, little baby is a is somebody that's a guaranteed like playlist right there. Guaranteed playlist placement. You get Dirt, you get Travis, you get Future, you get Thug. I ain't gonna, you know, trip too hard on that. But what I will trip on is that there are certain songs on the project that I can say, okay, yeah, this sounds like this. This may have been a throwaway from this. Like, don't get me wrong, I love Knife Talk, but I also think that Knife Talk sounded like a Savage Mode 2 throwaway. But that's neither here nor there. But overall, the album to me was okay. I don't, as far as you know, ranking it because one thing that he did do that make makes it hard to like compare it to certain stuff that I probably wouldn't think would be as good was the fact that he really came with it with the bars, and a lot of them songs that I named that I said I really liked was because of the fact that he really came with the bars. Exactly. But that's this, this album. This album, in my opinion, could have been 11, 11 um, tracks, and he could have cut all those features in half. Mm. So I have a theory about why. Like, why does Future have two places on why the album on is like album. not that adventurous? And you know what I think? Think well, you know what my theory is. My theory is simply that. Once the beef with him and Kanye escalated to the point that it was going to include their albums, I think he decided to make a project that he knew would outsell Kanye's. 
It's definitely going to do that. It won't even be close. Yeah, it's well, already projected to do like 600. The Kanye is like well, 300. Yeah. Well, actually, the, the final numbers for Kanye's album came in. He uh he opened his first week with 572. Wait, that I mean yeah. in the in the states. Yeah, the the official numbers for Kanye's first week sales 572,000. No, we did 309. And the reason I remember that's because I was looking at it this morning. Yeah, I, I saw the numbers today. They they put out his f- first full week. His first full week was five seventy two. Okay, when you know when you add on those, because that first week was like five days. So I see what you're saying. Yeah, um, Drake is going to do six fifty six seventy five, something like that. So now the question I have for y'all is, okay, we got but we got both the albums out, right? So if we're going up. I'll even do you one better. If we go off of the the five day sale with the five seventy two, and Drake's with the six, we'll say six sixty, just to put it in the middle. Oh. It's not that far off between the two of them. And I told and uh, and again, Jack, she wasn't here last week, and I hope you listened to the album. I told you everything about these two coming out with this album. The thing it happened again. <laughs> Can't have a high take. That nigga Q was about to change your fucking life or whatever you can Can't have a high take. That's the universe not wanting me to like that Kanye shit. That's what that is. <laughs> That's what you talk that up to. Yeah, bro. Why not? The universe like yo, that Kanye <laughs> shit trash. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, bro. Well, let me tell you, like somewhere right now, Q think he, Q think he's spitting us the hardest shit. Hard right knowledge, man. Hard knowledge. That nigga has no idea that for the last like minute and a half he's been in the sunken place, and we've just been shaking that nigga body trying to get him back. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. The universe is like, yo, Kanye shit is booty. Like, I don't give a fuck what nobody got to say, and even 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 the universe himself cut like Stan Lee, nigga, the one above all. Cut this nigga off, so I ain't gotta hear that shit. Booty, booty. <laughs> I mean, I ain't gonna go as far as, as, as saying it's booty, but I see, I see where you're coming from, Jack. I just can't, y'all. Like, it's just, I'm just saying, I get what Q's saying. I'm not, oh. I'm not saying that I don't understand what Q's saying, but I'm just saying, bro. Like, you're Kanye West. Like Drake, I expect you to be a clown. You're a Kanye West, my boy. You what expect you more from him. Yes. If Prince was still alive and Prince dropped the album, like I would be like, yo, like what's this bullshit? If it was bullshit, like I just would. And I want it to be known that I'm never comparing Drake to Kanye in this regard. I'm comparing Drake to Drake and I'm comparing Kanye to Kanye. Yeah, and, and I'm and, and and that you know what, Dennis, that's a good take because I'm not I'm not comparing Drake to Kanye either, my damn self. I'm comparing Drake to what he is, and I'm comparing Kanye to what he is. Kanye, in my opinion, is one of the greatest musical geniuses of our, if not the greatest musical genius of our generation. So if you're going to be the greatest musical genius of our generation, nigga, you're the Mewtwo of our generation. You can't be out here doing, that's a good, nigga, I love Pokemon. Here's a good take. Nigga, 
when you play Pokemon, if you throw out a motherfucking Pikachu, Pikachu is like, he's cute, he do his thing, he gonna make Pokemon franchise money. So if you put Pikachu on the cover of a game and shit like that, you like, yo, it's Pikachu, blah, blah, blah. You already know what it is. However, when you get in the game, you don't expect Pikachu to do nothing different. You know Pikachu got Thundershot, you know he got Quick Attack and some other dumb shit that's going to be irrelevant and going to make him not be able to beat anybody for real. And he can't be on your team when you go to the Elite Four. However, that's 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 what fucking Drake is. Drake is Pikachu. Pika. <laughs> Kanye West is Mewtwo, nigga. Like, if you get Mewtwo early in the game, it's over. Mewtwo's fucking up everybody. From the beginning of the game to the Elite Four to the champion, Mewtwo fucking them up. And Mewtwo been the legendary Pokemon of Pokemon since the first Pokemon. Like right now, nigga, if you pull Mewtwo out on the newest Sword and Shield shit, Mewtwo's going to be the GOAT of that shit. If you pull Mewtwo out on the first fucking Pokemon, he's the GOAT. It's Mewtwo. Kanye's Mewtwo. Drake is Pikachu. I don't expect nothing but cuteness and bullshit from Pikachu. I expect murder and slaughter from Mewtwo. And that's what I'm saying. I didn't get murder and slaughter on this album. I got bullshit. So I ain't with it. Yeah, I mean, definitely when I think about all the albums that dropped this year, it's definitely not it's definitely not better than Call Me If You Get Lost or Off Season. And, and there you go. And there you go. How the fuck you Kanye West and you drop an album and it's not the best album of the year? Even if it's not one of your best albums of all time, how that's not best album of the year? You're a Kanye West, my boy. You made all falls down, my boy. When was the last time Kanye had album of the year? And then we Jesus? Can, from there we can move on. Jesus, maybe? You think in 2013 Kanye had album of the year? I'm just trying to be nice, Dennis. You said when was last time? <laughs> I'm trying to be nice, bro. I said, Jesus, maybe. Maybe a nigga can feel like that. It's been a while. I'm going I'm going with my dark twisted fantasy. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe that. 808s, maybe? No, because yeah. 808, 808s is before dark twisted fantasy, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I, 808 I mean, is but, but it might have been that far back, though. Cool. It, I think the last time that I said that an album, that album of the year was something with Kanye in it was Watch the Throne. But if we basing it off of solo albums, I think it was my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Okay, well, there you go. All right, it's been a while. If we include Watch the Throne, then I'm going to say Watch the Throne. But other than that, yeah. It's been Dark a while, Twist. then. It's been a while. The nigga's one of the musical geniuses of our generation. Nigga, like, Kanye, matter of fact, let me, let me, let me just do this real quick. Excluding Michael Jackson and Prince or whatever, right? When you go to like musical geniuses over the last 25, yeah, 25 years, Dave Grohl, okay? Uh, Shout out to nigga Dave Grohl. Yeah, Dave Grohl. He's like literally either number one, number two, number three. Raphael Sadiq. Niggas don't even understand. Yeah, niggas don't even understand. Raphael Sadiq. And dead ass next person is Kanye West. It's literally them three niggas. Like, no, we got to put Pharrell in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for real, for real, for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, my thing is like, these niggas, and yeah, definitely add for real. Them niggas shape music. They shape music. Yeah. Now, if we're talking discographies, then it's not very many people that can, that have achieved that. Right. 
Right. And it's it's like these niggas shake music, bro. Like, and I'm throwing Raphael Sadiq in because I like he 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 could Raphael Sadiq is the musical genius for two generations. Cause he can yeah. be the generation for the 25 years prior, because that's when all the Tony 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 shit was out. I'm throwing Raphael Sadiq up here for the shit that he's doing now with Leon Bridges, the shit mm. that he was doing like in the last 10 years with different Fucking niggas Lucy and shit. Earl and shit. Yeah, Lucy, yeah, like come on, it's Raphael Sadiq. And it's like, it's like, you know, the, 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 the nigga don't get his flowers at all whatsoever. Don't nobody ever say, oh yeah, you know that nigga Raphael Sadiq's like one of the greatest musical minds ever. Yeah, he is, nigga. Like if you we listen to the shit, bro. If you listen to the Leon Bridges album, his first album, Boy. Raphael Sadiq helped him work on that, and that shit is ridiculous, nigga. Like, it's perfect. Like, it's it's perfect. Raphael Sadiq worked with fucking Gla- Gary Clark Jr. Like, it, it, the, the niggas are fucking. But here's the thing, yo, y'all. If Raphael Sadiq drops some shit, it's it's some top five shit. But he don't even drop shit because he say fuck y'all niggas. I just want to point that out. Yeah, you just you one of those people. You just see them when you see them. When you see them, yeah. But I know what that nigga doing. So yeah, Kanye, Raphael Sadiq, for real, and fucking Dave Grohl, musical geniuses. So drop musical genius quality shit. I want y'all to know. He did, and you niggas don't appreciate it. Man, look. <laughs> I listen, we was go just listen, talking about. To, I was just going to say that nigga was cute. Go listen the to the fucking shadows. And the, and the, yeah, coming out of nowhere, nigga. Every time I think I'm saying some shit, here come Q with the RKO. I just want to point out, though, that um, go listen to the Foo Fighters last album. Go listen to that shit. Go listen to go listen to the last thing that Dave Grohl listened, worked on. As a matter of fact, go listen to the last three Foo Fighters shits the one the one um the one cut i can't oh man maybe it's like four or five years ago six years ago that he dropped when it had the sky is a neighborhood go listen to that shit oh yeah concrete and gold yes bro how the fuck you 30 years in the game and drop some shit like that that shit is good as fuck that's all i'm saying bro just give me what i'm asking for you the top level nigga do it and you right q i don't respect You know what? Jay-Z once said, I say some thought-provoking shit. Y'all niggas question if it fell off. Yeah. Jay-Z also said that I think we're beyond kneeling. Oh, God. Let's move on. <laughs> Whatever my that's, per- that's, that's a personal take. Let's that's a personal take. <laughs> I, I, I already, I already knew where he was going with that. Yeah. I thought you would get a kick out of that one. That's a personal take. Someone tank rolling over in his grave throwing up. I don't kick that nigga ass. <laughs> Stop talking about Jay-Z. <laughs> Jay-Z a real nigga. You always want to put him down, Jax. You damn right. Anywho, go ahead, y'all. Oh my God. Um all right. Is there any is there any interest in this fat Joe Jaru versus? Actually, I actually think it's gonna be pretty cool. But it's not. It's it, it's going to be cool because when you hear all them hits back to back, it's going to be vicious. Can but a nigga beat ja Rule in vicious. Hmm. Can a nigga beat Ja Rule in the verses? Yeah, and that's a dead Joe? ass legit. That's a legitimate question because I've been saying for months now, if Ja Rule get in the verses, a nigga got a problem because Ja okay. Rule got like back to back, back to back, back to back, back hits. Ja Rule literally ruled hip hop for like. Three years. Okay. The problem. The problem is, 
while okay, let me not say that we don't have interest. It's going to be a good versus either way because the both of them got bangers. The problem is it's not the versus we want to see. Nobody yeah. want to see it. Nobody wants to see. I don't want to see. I actually wouldn't mind seeing Fat Joe in the versus. I think they matched them up with no, the no, wrong cat. No, no, no. I want to see. I want to see Fat Joe in the versus. I don't want to see Fat Fat Joe versus versus Ja Rule. Right. Like they matched them up with the wrong nigga. Like both of them are matched up with the wrong nigga. Yeah. You, why you ain't do like Ja Rule versus like you couldn't do it? Yeah. Because cause you take gonna fight that nigga. You yeah, couldn't do LL because LLs that would be disrespectful to LL, but. You need to find somebody with more mellow shit. Like Fat Joe got real, like, like real Banger. nigga music. Yeah, like nigga, like he got club bangers for real. Like Ja Rule is on some mellow, like, you know, like let me let me rap to you, girl, which is cool. Like, I nothing wrong, ain't nothing wrong with that. But like, it's like nigga, how? I don't know, bro. This is the nigga that made Vinny, Vinny, Vinny. Yeah, like I, mean, I, I don't think y'all, I don't think y'all realize who Ja Rule is. I mean, like, I do. Is, the only thing I care about is it just ain't gonna bring Bobby Brown out. Is this nigga Bobby Brown gonna jump out the helicopter? Helicopter, bro. If the nigga, first of all, he did that with Key Sweat, and it didn't. You know, it wasn't. First the same. of all, nigga, I forgot about that cut, and I will listen to it immediately after the show because <laughs> I know y'all getting bored. Chilling with this. the nigga. How bro. the fuck are you gonna beat Jaru, nigga? Let me <laughs> like, tell you something, my nigga. Cut. Let me tell you something. That nigga Bobby come up, show up my nigga with his fucking knees smoked off. <laughs> Bro, for real. I'm gonna get that. I you that. Nigga. As, as far as I'm concerned, my nigga, if Bobby show up, my nigga, he he, he locks that nigga. Do Ja do Ja Rule come out with the whole murder ink? Like is like Charlie Baltimore gonna be like is the whole murder oh, ink gonna yeah. be there? Not only not only is he coming out with the whole murder ink. He coming out even with the even with, with the bad niggas. Black tie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. I'm with it though. I'm with it. I just feel like they matched up the wrong cats. But what's a cat that Ja Rule could have went against, bro? Like I'm trying to think, nigga. Like, I can't even think of nobody that Diddy had that would have fit that. Cause like Diddy had a bunch of singing ass niggas like Mario Winans and Carl Thomas and shit, <laughs> but like listen, all the- listen again, again, I'm still trying to figure out how y'all allow Mario Winans to convince y'all he can sing. Girl, what the hell is on your mind? Fire. Do 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 do. Oh my god! <laughs> I can Fire. see. I can see your head moving. Fire. <laughs> I just want to point out that a nigga Diddy overcame so much. He had all them roaches on his face. And oh he God. And he been to Sandro play to see a nigga play Orlando Lake. Okay? So like nigga, like when he had the roaches on his face, he never thought he would be in Sandro play watching a nigga play Orlando Lake. Okay? So nigga, straight up. First of all, where the Diddy versus at? Who did he gonna go up against in the verses? That's what I'm ready for. Oh, did he gotta she go against Birdman, Birdman from Cash Money? Easy. Oh, did he oh, versus Birdman? I thought Diddy was gonna go against Jermaine Dupree, but you know, that's just me. That would be fire, actually. Like I would I would sit down for that one because nigga. Oh, okay, good question. Do they get to use everything they they actually you got to? They actually got to. on everything they produce because that means did he get everything he, he on. He produced and everything he did with the both, both, and I'm always in um Diddy and Dr. Dre supposed to do a versus. 
Because it's yeah. like they talked about that for a couple months and then they just never spoke of it again. That's because Dre too busy trying not to pay his bitch $2 million a month. Yeah. Straight up. That being said, though, any nigga that go against JD, I'm going with JD because when a nigga play Funkify, it's because <clears throat> I don't give a fuck who you is. That's one of the greatest songs of all time because I do Bro, enjoy me some albums of all time. Yeah, I do enjoy me some Brat um, on Funkify, my boy. Straight up. Also, Brat, you finding them off. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool, cool. Y'all let fucking Mario Wine and sing, y'all. I can't believe oh, this shit. <laughs> Is a pretty woman next to me. Bro, could you imagine Bro, when they, Diddy on the when first they page? That, that, nigga, that, that nigga genuine can ride a motorcycle? Bro, come on, bro. That's <laughs> what I'm saying, bro. The bro, the clownery, bro. Just I just want to see the scenery, bro. Could you imagine Diddy on the verse stage? Like oh, what man. the nigga would be doing? Oh my god, nigga, that shit would be hilarious, nigga. Look, just, I, that, I know what just imagine how that nigga ride the motorcycle. Arms and shoulders gonna move, <laughs> bro. For real, the nigga gonna have on all white linen, and he gonna look in the camera and grab the camera. And it's like the roaches was really on my face, Dennis. Oh, the roaches. <laughs> okay, did okay? Did y'all see um? Did y'all see Shang Chi? <laughs> no, I didn't see it. Bro. Okay, cool, cool. Well, no, I ain't um, seen it. Yet. I, I haven't seen did it. Did but wait, did from what I hear, yes, I saw no, Candyman. I that was seen phenomenal. I, I need to see it. All right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how I feel about Phase Two of Marvel, y'all. You mean Phase Four? Yeah, whatever phase we on. I don't know how I feel about this one. I am hyped about the Spider-Man movie, even though I hate Spider-Man, but I love Doctor Strange and I like the concept of the movie. Wait, wait, why do you hate Spider-Man? Is it for the same reason that 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 I do? Because he can literally make everything better, but he won't? Yeah, bro. Like, I, he's okay. a fucking clown. I'm straight on that. Okay. Like, bro. All right. Okay. As, as long as we all know the flaw in Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man's not, a fucking clown, bro. We're not like, doing I've, I've never not liked doing Parker. This. I've never yeah, liked bro, bro, they, they, cool, cool. You literally read an entire comic series where they answered the question about what he's capable. That's exactly why I don't want to talk about this because Superior Spider-Man was ended abruptly, and I did not appreciate that. Superior Spider-Man was ended abruptly because they don't want to pay their writers. However, bro, Superior Spider-Man, they, they, they literally made a comic, but that said, hey. All the shit that we know that Peter Parker could literally do, and he chooses not to do it, we're going to make a comic book where a nigga chooses to do all that shit. Yeah, because he had a nigga body. A nigga... <laughs> bro, no. the fact that the fact that Dr. Octopus went Captain inside of Peter... Nigga? Bro, he captain gave you that nigga and fucked his bitch. Yeah. No, 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 no. You forgot, you forgot. He captain gave you that nigga and then broke up with his bitch. This yo, fucking yo, after he fucked this bitch, though, he fucked this bitch, then dumped this bitch. Bro, could you imagine if fucking Captain Ginyu fucked Chi-Chi? Like, bro, like, that is some of the most awesome shit I've ever seen in the history of Spider-Man comics, bro. <laughs> and I've been reading Spider-Man comics a long time. And that shit made me feel so good on the inside because I hate Peter Parker. He's so fucking annoying, bro. He's so fucking annoying. He's useless too, by the way. Dang, useless and annoying. <laughs> bro, they like see niggas that like Batman and Peter Parker and shit like that. 
y'all like street level bullshit and then y'all shit on Superman and all that other bullshit. Superman Bruh. to save the universe, my nigga. Not my no nigga, damn. I shit, I shit on kitchen. Superman. I shit on Superman for legitimate reasons. <laughs> for legitimate one, one, fucking reasons. One because this nigga Lex Luthor is right. This nigga Lex Luthor Whoa. is talking. <laughs> Whoa, first of all, what you ain't gonna do is talk about motherfucking Clark, motherfucking Kent. He's a saint. Secondly, Lex, Lu- Lex Luthor is right. He's He literally says, hey, does anybody realize this nigga is the real villain and the only reason shit gets getting fucked up is because people want this nigga? But he's not the villain, though, bro. He can't help it that these niggas is wild. These niggas nigga, is wild. The niggas what? literally only oh, show up for him. <laughs> It's the same shit every time. General Zod show up. Give me Superman. Nah, if y'all don't give me Superman, I'm going to start fucking shit. All I got to say is Dr. Manhattan literally changed DC Comics for eight years. He was manipulating storylines and fucking with shit, making Flashpoint, making a re- all that other shit. And at the end of all of that, he said, yep, Superman the shit. He got to exist. I can't not let Superman exist. I'm just saying. Hey, I'm just hey, saying. Jazz, I just want you to get Clark Kent's dick out your mouth. Just, I just can't, for like six seconds. I can't because it tastes so sweet. It's like <laughs> it's like kettle corn, oh and it's sweet God. and salty at the same time. Oh, oh my God. Not, not, hey, now that's vicious. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, boy. I love Superman, bro. Like, straight up. I get it. I just get it. It's like kettle corn, my boy. I get it. Oh, my God. They should have never gave you money. (laughs) (laughs) They should have never gave you niggas money. Oh, my God. All I'm saying is this one, nigga. You know what? That's another episode for me to go into my whole Superman thing. But... (laughs) All I'm gonna say is all I'm gonna say is this about Marvel Phase Four. I appreciate what they're doing because it reminds me of when I was a kid, and there would be a big like universal event, and the way they would lead you back into the universe by giving you these like side stories and these lesser known heroes that she'd be like, "Why the fuck is this the shit that's out right now, nigga?" But right. Didn't the universe blow up, and so by doing that, they go, "My nigga, we got this. We writing y'all. We writing y'all back into the universe." from the outside back in. Because you got to remember, you already know what's going on with the main people. You know what's going on with them. But now that, you know, just like how a a rock drops in the pond and a ripple goes across the entire surface of the water, that's how they're telling the story now. So you're going to get Shang-Chi because if this were a comic book, Endgame or, uh, what's it going to call Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, Infinity War? Yeah, no, I was right the first time. Endgame relatively would have been the culminating of a big, like, universe ending event and so now you're now you're getting those first like side stories you're getting Loki and you're getting Shang-Chi and you're getting WandaVision and you're getting what if to kind of make you keep thinking like all right check this out pay attention to what's going on because this alternative world that we're in now is all related like I wouldn't be surprised now if they suddenly for no reason bring back shield yeah I'm 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 sorry Straight Maybe up. I was the only one that, that that paid attention to Captain Marvel. She'll never going nowhere. This nigga is Nick Fury is literally in space having a good old grand ass time. <laughs> right. Like maybe 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 I was the only one that watched Captain Marvel. 
Yeah, 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 space. Yeah. Bro, they wouldn't let Samuel L. Jackson in space. Don't play with me. Bro, I'm sorry. That wasn't even Captain Marvel. That was the second Spider-Man when they had that in-scene credit. NC, oh, yeah, yeah, Far From Home when he was just yeah. chilling on the simulated beach and then got up and told all the scrolls to get back to work. <laughs> oh, man. But um, did y'all, um, one more thing about Marvel. Have y'all been watching What If? Yes, yeah. I love it. Yeah, dope. Shit. Okay, very good. I ain't gonna hold you. That that last episode. Okay, everybody saw the last. Lost saw last week's episode, right? Uh, mm-hmm. talking about uh, with Doctor Strange. What if he lost his heart? That's my favorite one so far. Yeah, that's a good what if though. Believe it or not, I didn't think that 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 Agent Carter one I was gonna like. To me, that's still up there for me. That was very good. I like the Agent Carter. I like I like all of them, but something yeah, about that Doctor good. Strange one that was just so unique to me. Yeah, for me, it's kind of like, I, it's weird because, like, on comics, like, being a comic book junkie, like, I actually dislike what-if stories. Like, I like continuity. Really? Yeah, I like continuity yeah. universe I, shit. I can understand. It, things, non-canonical things happen yeah. when you comic books can be frustrated, especially because you, and when you can attest to this, you remember what it was like when we were all kids and Marvel would just split the universe without telling you. Right, and, and then, and then you pour so Remember they used to have, remember they had to start putting like the reference, like basically the reference comic. Right, you had the reference what I'm supposed to be, where this came from. Right. Okay, uh, my yeah. biggest thing was because my mom was not willing to buy the comics every comic. week. Right. That, that shit just cost too much. Yeah. Straight up. So. I haven't seen. Has anybody seen this week? So I haven't seen it yet. But oh, I ain't uh, Marvel, yet. the Marvel zombies. Yeah, um, that was one of the ones I was looking forward to. So I mean, I look, I'm ready to talk about it. If y'all are. I, I ain't see it yet. I, I gotta watch it still. Yeah, oh, I ain't see it. Okay. Yet. I'm gonna definitely be ready to talk about it next week. Though. Marvel zombies is one of the greatest what if stories ever written. Like Marvel zombies started off as a what if, and it turned into. I- a legit thing. Right. I, I, I got a question. I got a question for you. Is Marvel Zombies or Blackest Night? Because to me, they're simply they're basically the same thing. I'm gonna go Blackest Night because Blackest Night that's actually. Not, oh, that's not fair, bro. What, what are you talking about? It's the same thing. Blackest Night actually happened. Marvel Zombies happened in like a whole different universe. Like, like well, you know, Blackest Night fair. happened in the main universe. So I'm gonna go with Blackest Night because like. Necron and like the Lantern Corps and all of that, that shit really happened. Like, I mean, really I mean, I, I, hold on, hold on, Jack. I, I, I feel you. you got a lot of facts. What's your problem? What's your problem, Coop? Wayne, you're comparing Marvel Zombies to like arguably maybe top two Green Lantern stories all time. Wait, wait, top yeah. two comic book stories all time. Nah, he's Greenlander. As one of the best comic book stories of all. Can somebody I'll please I'll tell give me you, what the top I'll two give comic you book top stories five. is? Stop, stop, stop. I'll give you top five. I'll give you top five. Top two? Come on, guy. 
What's Come number on. one? I think when, we all agree. When when last point, you had last all point? the ring crazy. Flashpoint. Civil War. Easy by a mile. Civil War hey. is the greatest comic book story ever. And you Listen, know I hate Jack. Listen, Jack, Jack, Jack. I have no idea how deep your throat goes. Get Captain America's dick out your mouth. Man, you tripping. Oh my God, you tripping, boy. You, you disrespect the Cap and Superman. You oh communist. You communist. <laughs> listen, to me. Nigga, listen, I thought I you mean, didn't love America. That's the that's what's killing me. Listen, I ain't gonna hijack it. I ain't gonna hijack it. But I'm gonna tell you right now, bro. My favorite two comic book stories I've ever read, like in the last 20 years, because like before, like, you know, in the 90s, that's different. You can't even count that shit. But like in the last 20 years, bro, it's Civil War and Black is Night. Those are my favorite two stories. Straight up. Okay. So. Right. Okay. Straight up. All right. Fair, listen, we not, okay. We're not going to do it because, because everybody feels away when we start talking about comic books. Yeah. On the, on the Blurred podcast, everybody right. feels away. A field away. We could just say fuck y'all and do what we want, but we're not gonna do that to y'all. <laughs> All right, cool. Wait, can y'all see my screen right now? Yeah. yeah All right, let's get into it. Okay. So yeah. So I saw when you had put this up the other day, and I was just like, okay, I, I like this a lot. I I say this is. I don't know, bro, because which one call that's your with your, your pop car in the front. That's still my favorite. Legit. To provide and to provide context on what, what we're talking about, um, I did reveal the album cover to the upcoming album that I'm about to get ready to drop, titled Bright Side, which drops on September 17th. And that's to provide context to what I was talking about last week when I was asking myself as I was looking at the cover the level of effort, effort that was put into it. Yeah, you put too much effort compared to the other two niggas. I see that. <laughs> effort is always warranted in my opinion, though. I, I appreciate effort. I think are we, effort... Are we, are, we, effort are, we, are, we really doing, are we really doing this again? I'm just saying, I appreciate effort, my boy. I... I did you my you my man the whole nine hundred grand fam, but I stand on what I said last week, my nigga. Let's all sit back and recline as Dennis cracks the yoke of his greatness across across our podcast again, my nigga. Your your covers always fit the time and point in your life. Like this is a perfect depiction almost of you right now. Yeah, it's I a mean, lot of dark. It's a lot of darkness and just enough light. <laughs> yeah, and ironically, that light is being wasted on him. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm on the bright side of life. What more do you want? Yo. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna just go ahead and get all the obvious questions out of the way. Why are you in the woods? Is Drake on this album? No. <laughs> Looking at the album cover, I would feel like Drake. That's a sad. Drake like singing this. a cut. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Is wait was this light already out there, or did you or did you bring a light? Well, shout out Miles because 
He was wait, the one that Miles did this. Wait, Miles had a hand in this? Yeah. I got I got a question. So Miles can help you with your album cover, but he okay, whatever. <laughs> ah, perfect. And he ain't here to defend himself. <laughs> Cause y'all know where I'm getting at. Listen. I hope the nigga listening too. Hold on. He said he. he said are you wearing he a his... Are you wearing a hat or are you wearing like Are you wearing like 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 you like you? You got a oh, bandana. That's, a, that's, oh, that's, that's the bandana. Oh, you. Are, hold on, honey. Was you? Was you? Was you? Was you whooping in us? Was you so whooping in us? No, this. It's black. It's black and gold. Nigga, you a GD? You a GD? Yeah. Oh my God! No, no. Oh, if you a GD, you know, I mean, it's cool. We gonna judge you, but it's cool. I want you to know how my much nigga. I'm loving this right now, Jay. My nigga, are you telling? Are you telling <laughs> us that you Bishop out here? Nah, I'm leaving that all. I'm leaving that all to Kanye. Kanye said he. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, bro. I'm about to ask everybody that, my nigga. Not to double back to Kanye, but did Kanye basically tell us he was a GD? <laughs> yes, that is exactly what he said. That's totally what he said. That, that's literally yes. Can I uh, ask something, bro? <laughs> why, 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 else... why, forty? You at you in a game? <laughs> yes, bro. <laughs> what, what, what was he doing in the crib, bro? Between between his kids, the Kardashian shit, making sneakers, bro. When when amongst all of that did you go? Oh man, I gotta get I gotta get back to Chicago, man. I'm, I'm gonna miss GD auditions. Like, and yeah, not to mention, you know, get, giving his life to God and his music. Again, yeah. <laughs> nobody thinks that's weird. Nobody yeah. thinks that's weird at all. Yo, I'm just saying. When, like, so when this nigga, so when this nigga Kanye beat this nigga Drake ass, can can we all say that I called it right? He said, "Don't play with me on GD." So when Kanye beat Drake ass, it's cool for me to say I called it right. You think that's how it's gonna go? Yeah. Straight up. <laughs> Nigga, Drake can't fight. Nigga, what, what the fuck? Come on, bro. <laughs> what, 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 what about Drake makes you think he can fight? Listen, I didn't I didn't say that he wasn't. Yo, I don't know, man. Drake falls into that realm of people you probably shouldn't fight because he's like Jewish. So I wouldn't fight a Jewish person. But why? Why? Because now you're anti-Semitic? Yeah, I was going to say they're going to call you anti-Semitic. No, not because it's anti-Semitic. It's just, I don't know, certain types of people you don't fight. People that's been oppressed or people been oppressed is something in their bloodline that make them go like Super Saiyan or some shit. I don't know. Bro, bro Drake is basically a hip-hop Sammy Davis Jr. We can whoop his ass. <laughs> yeah, what I mean. Like, no offense, what I mean. Probably the reason why the nigga's so good is because that nigga's bloodline is two of the most struggle, biggest known struggles, like, on the planet. <laughs> Yeah, Sammy Davis Jr. can't fight. So if you say the nigga is the the, the hip hop Sammy Davis, whoa, I'm with you. First of all, Sammy Sammy didn't have to fight. Sammy didn't have to fight because if you read about Sammy Davis, you you will know he was actually a trained marksman as as portrayed by Don Cheadle in the Rat Pack when the KKK showed up to his hotel room. He got in he got in full show gear, came out with two six shooters and tap dance and shot. Man, that's actually, that's actually true. Facts, but at the same time, again, it's Sammy Davis Jr. 
I'm just saying. My nigga, my nigga, listen, no offense to any nigga with a name that cool telling this, and somebody tell me they coming to whoop my ass. You know what, my nigga? I, I ain't no bitch, but you know what, my nigga? I'm going to just look this nigga up. Let me just see what this nigga is saying. Any nigga that give you three names <laughs> before a fight, <laughs> who are you going to say? And gives you the junior. And gives you the junior. Yeah. Yeah. You the junior out. <laughs> I want you to know. I want to point out that. My granddaddy hated that nigga, bro. And he never told me why. And my granddaddy, before he passed away, bro, he didn't leave a lot of things as a mystery to me. He dropped knowledge, like, all the time. My granddaddy hated that nigga, bro. Like, like with a passion. Bro, Sammy Davis Jr. was the only other black man that was that was a Jew at the time. And the, and the second one was Muhammad Ali's trainer. Yeah. Booby. Wait, what? The, the Ali training nigga, yeah, yeah, I know he's coming out. But yeah, like those are like the only two openly black Jewish niggas in the world. And my granddaddy did hate the Ali training nigga. My granddaddy loved Ali and everything about him, all his people, everything. My nigga, okay. reason, I'm, I'm he hated Sammy Davis. I'm gonna say this about Ali, that got to get too big in our, in our black bag. <laughs> Whoa. But I think Muhammad Ali. Until, until you know, God forbid, it happens far from now. Until Will Smith passes away, Ali will be probably the most universally loved black figure I can think of. And I'm even willing to put that over Martin Luther King. Yeah, Ali is like, yeah, it's hard to find a nigga that don't like Ali. And I can find several niggas that don't like Dr. King right now, which is crazy, but I know him. So is one of them is one of them Larry Elder in California. I mean, <laughs> boy, because that boy Larry, <laughs> Larry Elder out of pocket, that boy, straight up. Larry Elder. Closing thoughts. Yeah, man, I'll go ahead and go first. <sighs> Get out of Texas, man. Texas is fucked. The niggas passed the voter restriction bill. They telling they telling you how they literally said, hey, if you are a victim of rape or incest and you are over six weeks pregnant, you cannot get an abortion. So they asked, they said, Well, don't you think that's a um um that's a little incentive? insensitive to uh, rape victims and the governor with a straight face looked that reporter in the eye and said well we plan on um, catching all the rapists that doesn't change the fact that they raped somebody and that they're pregnant by the rapists that's neither here nor there Get, get get the fuck out of Texas, man. Like I I don't know what the fuck's going on out there. Um, outside of that, um, I was talking to a friend of mine earlier, and we was come and we was um. She was telling me how she's uh thinking about her Christmas menu in September. Weird, I know, right? Um, and just a, you know, challenge to everybody. You know, I'm pretty positive y'all gonna forget that I said that. Why don't we all like do a non-traditional Christmas this year, everybody? All the listeners of the show, all the hosts of the show, just do something, you know, that you wouldn't see on 
Christmas um day. I've already decided that my menu, I'm gonna do all Chinese food. There, I said it. Uh, LQ, I'm out. I just right. want to point out, I just want to point out, Coop, before you go, that every year, Q, no lie, no lie, my boy, I eat Chinese food on Christmas every year for the last 10 years. Kidding. No cap. You can ask Emma, she hate that shit. Every year on Christmas, <laughs> I eat Chinese food on Christmas because they're the only place that's open, my boy. I eat Chinese food true. every every year on Christmas for the last 10 years. Go ahead, Coop. <laughs> All right, so uh, as usual, y'all, uh, please drink your water. Everything is bad for you now nowadays. Um, I, I don't got I don't got nothing super crazy for, 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 for y'all this week, but I am going to say this, and I'm gonna push it just because I got people very close to me who are who are front line with the shit every day. Listen, y'all. You already smoked once and fuck wrong. You might as well get the vaccine. Like, go ahead, bro. Go ahead and do this shit so shit can get back to the old fucked up it used to be. That's we just we just need to get it back to manageable fucked up. Okay. We can't listen, y'all really y'all really want another year in the crib? Y'all really want another year in the crib. I didn't think so, my nigga. Either way, that's what that's my feelings, though. Do what you think is best. Get real information. Don't just tr- don't just get it. Go try to get facts from people you only tr- you only trust in your inner circle. Go out. Really try to get something that you see that you see support. Do what you need to do to make yourself feel comfortable about taking the next step. Or ultimately, don't. But in any case scenario, I know you don't want to be in the house for another year. That's all I got. Yeah, niggas, niggas, niggas. Yeah, niggas. I just want to point out, too, before I even get into my final thought, that numbers came out today. And for all you niggas, including Tank, I'm talking directly to you, niggas, because I know you listen to the show, you bitch. Um, I just want to point out that everybody was like, oh, I care to be fine. They don't really even get covid so numbers just came out today from the last quarter and 26% of the new cases of COVID every day are children. Fuck y'all. You're killing the babies. Stop. Mask up. Get back. It's disgusting at this point. Then I'm just going to roll in my final thought and say this. Listen, y'all. I have been uh, bamboozled, shazammed, accosted. Um, what's another good word? Uh, played. My top has been played on. Um Surround yourself by people who actually give a fuck about you. And, 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 and listen to them when they tell you right from wrong and righteousness versus non-righteousness. Because what can happen is you can end up in a situation where you think you're a good person because you surround yourself by straight fuckery. And everybody's telling you, yeah, girl, or yeah, dude, that's straight. And at the end of the day, it's not straight. Because anybody has to tell you, you're fucking up. And then by the time you burn all your bridges, the songs say bridge over troubled water. If you burn all your bridges while you're over the water, you're going to drown. And I got a boat. So make sure you fuck with people who good people. Like I fuck with the niggas on this show. And get vaccinated, you sick some of them bitches. That's it. <laughs>
All right, y'all. Great pot. I wouldn't even gonna say I wouldn't even gonna I was gonna take this week to not bring up the vaccine, but I'm glad y'all did, you know. Gotta keep the message going. Um, as I always say, you know, keep your mental health in check, check on your people, make sure that everybody's good. Um get out of Texas because Texas is only working on making shit worse. Um, not only are not only did they do the do the whole thing with the abortion, they coming for voting rights and they playing on the Native Americans tops too. So yeah. Like that's uh yeah, we yeah, nah. Get out get out of Texas, man, for real. Um also um also Michael K. Williams passed age of fifty four. Yeah, was it 54? I believe it was. Yep. That was 54. another that was another thing. Did y'all um because I know that we didn't really um get around to it. Um, were there any, you know, thoughts or anything that y'all wanted to get into about that real Besides quick? it being sad as fuck. And right. going back to what Q say, um, not even just hip hop stars, why we lose all our black men that are prominent before they 60 years old. It's crazy. 54? Y'all know how young 54 is in modern times? That's crazy, man. It's just sad all the way around. It's just sad. Right. 1,000%. Um, definitely, you know, rest in peace to Michael K. Williams. You know, prayers go out to his family and loved ones and everybody. Um, also, keep your physical health in check because I don't definitely don't want to forget that. And please... Please, please, please. This has been something that I've been seeing on, on Twitter, Instagram, and all the social media. I am, listen, normally I would tell y'all, you know, about the vaccine and staying safe and all that. But I just want to say in three simple words, four, because I'm being nice. Please take the 500K. And if y'all, and if y'all know what I'm talking about, then... Yeah, but please take the 500K. D- dinner with Hove is only going to get you so far. And with that being said, thank y'all again for another phenomenal episode. No Static Podcast, episode 165. So many things I can say. <laughs> <laughs> nah, listen. <laughs> Listen, bro. It was like I, I rather the dinner with home. Why? Take five hundred k. Take the money. The take same the niggas money that's gonna run. have the dinner with home. Ho, is the ho, same nigga ho that don't be like, nigga, take the money. What are you doing? Yeah, like, yeah. He was like, well, first of all, you should have took the money. That's the first thing he's gonna say. Secondly, yeah. the same niggas that would have the dinner instead of taking the money is the same niggas that think that the butterfly wasn't good on the first. Oh my go ahead. <laughs> Listen, we're we going to find a way to make this about Pimple Butterfly, ain't we? <laughs> That's it, bro. This one vicious. Um, And like I always say, you know, well, as I always say, of course, we are on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast, iHeart, Pocket Cast, anywhere you can just type in No Static Podcast and pl- press play, we are there. And remember, when you do, like, rate, review, share, worship. 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 And like that, we out. Peace. Peace. You a hater, hater, bear.